It's been a long time. The boys have not been in the studio in about a month, but uh, we missed you. They missed you. I give you the fives of the week with the craziest crew in podcasting. The fives of the week, my favorite four knuckleheads. Boss it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Your boy, Just James. Uh, Grandmaster B. In Hollywood, Apple Snatch. Damn you. Damn you. Yeah. Damn you. Welcome back. <laughs> Been a long Welcome time, fellas. back, B. Felt like we had to reintroduce ourselves. When we sat at this table, like, who are you? You look different. You look Dominican. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> we don't need drops no more. We just admit to <laughs> see Rebel Dom you. See Rebel Dom you. I call, yeah. almost called freaking Sal freaking Juan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big papi chulo right Boy, there. Hey. Addiction. <laughs> so what's good, boys? Uh, hey, well, a lot has happened since obviously oh, we man. recorded. Um, happy belated Father's Day. Yes. Yes. Happy yeah. yes. Father's Day. It's the most confusing day in Harlem, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, did you guys get oh, a little? Shit. <laughs> oh shit! Happy pony! I just happy pony! Damn! What do you got? A fucking ten second delay over there, Gucci? Oh shit! I just pony. got it. Shots fired over there, Just Jimmy. I ain't done. I'm a little slow over here. I'm a little slow. Hey, pop the collar, would you? So, Just James, what be. up? What up, man? It's been fucking forever, huh? It's crazy. Yeah. Been a mile in a minute. Yeah, dude. Like the whole world's been falling apart since we last did a podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, <laughs> there's so much to talk about, dude. Oh, for sure. We're gonna take a deep dive. We got a lot to catch up on, but um, mm. continue around, Grandmaster B. How you been? I've been doing good, man. Uh, just chilling, dude. You know, yeah. it's that time of the year. Gained a couple pounds. The last couple weeks been rough on me. Been eating yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's summertime, you gotta enjoy, you know. Yeah, you gotta indulge. Summer, hey, last summer, time I had my shoe shine, I had to take the guy's word for it, you know. Hey, <laughs> hey you kidnapped me. I got no me. respect at all. No, <laughs> I got no respect at all. He was, I don't do shoes no more. Didn't I tell you I don't do shoes no more? Yeah, I don't and do And then that. he said, get your fucking shine box. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I was talking to a young kid the other day who was complaining about his acne. You know, he says, I ain't got a lot of pimples. I said, look, kid, I had acne so bad when I was a teenager. I fell asleep in the library. I woke up and some blind guy was reading my face. Come on. I'll tell you, I got no respect at all. <laughs> Leave oh, the gun, hey. take the cannoli. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, All right, we're going to take a... Oh, Hollywood. I got to ask Hollywood. Wait a minute. What's going on over there? How you doing? Uh, forgotten one. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Tone, I'm a little rusty, man. Hey, you got to forgive me. This guy's going to whack you by the end of the night over here. <laughs> oh, you know the pinch, Tone. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even got the pinky ring. You handled your business. would have been whacked already. You handled your business. Thanks. Glad to have you back. You took yeah, care of that. So what's good, man? How you been? Good. Not bad. Not bad at all. A lot of shit going on. And, oh, yeah. You know, the 4th of July and all that was nice. You know, um, Pools up and running, work, been off work, uh, casino, just the whole nine yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having a good time. Shout out yes. to my gram. She hit a nice lick at the casino. Word. Nice. Congrats. Word. That a girl. Word. That a girl. Yeah. How much? Nice how much see. she hit? About 1500 Oh. Oh. She got a little yeah. scratch. You know what I mean? 
No scratching. That's nice. Yeah. She left a $10 nice. tip at the dinner table tonight. It was crazy. I said, hey, what do you got all this money now? You're rich, huh? It's usually two bucks. <laughs> Forget about it. Hey, guys, uh, Just James and uh, Hollywood, on a count of three, can we just all do this together and say, Philly, how are you doing? On a one and a two and a three. Philly, hey, how, how you doing? How you doing, Jimmy? How you doing? How you doing? What's I'm new with you, brother? I'm good, man. Everything's been good. You know, miss you guys. Been busy. You know, training camps in full swing. Staying busy. You know, something uh, nice. else is in full swing. How's that going? That training camp, anyway. Yeah. You know, that goes without saying. That. Speak a little bit about it. How's the training camp going? Anyway? It's going good. Uh, young team, um, new staff. Kind of trying to figure it out, you know. Anybody to, stand out? You see uh, on the team coming in that you see stand out. Offensive line is gonna be nice. Nice. I'm, I'm liking how the old line's looking. I'm excited yeah. about that. I'll be I'm able excited to, to come see this year. Got some beef again. up there, huh? Yeah, we beef. should we should be about eight linemen deep. So I'm excited about that. Can you cool. tell them get a three X goddamn shirt? Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna lie, guys. And I want a freaking <laughs> visor. I want to get me a visor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna get uh, we're into the busy season. Good, yeah, good. Uh, you know, we'll do better the next year. Absolutely, last year. You know what I'm saying? That would right. be a good thing. That was very fun to see. You know, your first year, and now it's climbing. Now it's building blocks. I actually I met up with some guys from the youth league last night that I hadn't seen in some time, and it was cool to catch up. You know, reminisce and talk shit about you know our yeah, past successes and, you, and whatnot. So it was cool. Yeah, and you're not playing bullshit teams. That's the thing. Oh yeah, you're playing great A teams. Yeah. So. Yeah, powerhouses every yes. week. Yes, yeah. it's crazy. Same same schedule. They rotate the same schedule, just away in home games. Well, they you don't add anybody, right? They do. You play your division um, every year, whoever's in you know red, blue, white, whatever, mm -hmm. and then you have a couple outsiders. So like we got West Bloomfield this year. Nice uh, Lakeview. I think Frazier's in there. Just so stomp them. Lakeview's doable. I don't know. This Bloomfield, they got a nice school. That doesn't mean because they live in a ritzy area, it means they're a great team. Right? You know, they usually have good teams, though. Do they? Yeah. yeah. That money, that money line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But, it, but you got to line up and play ball, right? That's yeah, right. Happens. He got to suck it up mouth. like a big boy. Yep. Protect his house. Protect his house. Word. All right, so we're going to pay some bills and come back with the fives of the week. Yeah. The best just keeps on getting better at 24th Street Pizza. They've already been voted the best pizza in St. Clair County, and now they've even expanded their menu with some fantastic new choices. From new pizzas like the margarita and boho mac and cheese pizza, to new subs like the Swedish meatball and deep south dill. Plus, 24th Street Pizza now offers poutine, chicken marsala, nacho supreme, and so much more. With over a thousand five-star reviews, it's no surprise that the best keeps on getting better. Find out why today at 24th Street Pizza in Port Huron. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right, so this week we are doing bosses. The boss of all bosses. Very interesting. The bosses. Something different. Just uh, freestyling off the top of the dome. So I spit it out uh -huh. with you guys. I'm assuming everybody ate it up because there wasn't a lot of questions. So, Grandmaster B, I want you to start off for his brass. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, unique topic for sure. This one had my head spinning. And I almost texted you, but I'm like, he's just going to come back. And go, What's so hard to know what? Because you know me. I'm often pickled. 
You know that. The boy's mind is a little not, pickled. Not often, but frequently. You don't say that. What are we on? Number three? Well, my text um, is only about 8,000 characters. I tried to lay <laughs> dude, out that the that was a section. fucking thesis. I'm like, man, I actually ran out of space. I needed more cloud space with the text. Um, so here we go. So as a boss, the first one I picked, and I know this might be a Homer type, uh, you know, eh, Tom Brady. Why I say Tom Brady, leader, fierce competitor, makes everyone around him a better person. End of story. Wow. For Tom Brady, be a great Very good. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, but that's he's like the facilitator of all facilitators. As a player, everybody looks to him. Yeah. Right. Leader. So yeah, it's a great pick. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot. Sure. I don't have it. I'm lost. <laughs> all right, good pick. A good start. Just James, what do you got? I would say uh Elon Musk, for sure. Elon Musk. He just sounds like a he, every time I see a clip of him. He's got that dry sense of humor, but he's so smart and he has good people around him. He has crazy ideas. So I feel like it would be something new every time, every day you go to work. That's interesting. You though. Remember, I mean? didn't we bring up the fact that he was making people come back or whatever like that? Back so I know he was, yeah. under, he was under some scrutiny for that, but you know, hey man, things are slowly getting back to where they used to be. So yeah, I think, I don't know. <laughs> some things are yeah, getting like worse, I but. I saw a clip too where he was, you know, he created a flamethrower and he was like just fucking lighting it up, dude. It's just, he seems like a fun guy. Like, you know what I mean? He's just so out there. You know, yeah. he, um, he secretly had twins with another woman that just came out. No, I didn't know that. Really? I yeah. had no idea. Elon Damn, Musk, he getting he, it in, but Elon Musk, the Musk and them Father's Day. <laughs> My name is E. Musk. <laughs> you must have some of this Musk. <laughs> That's crazy. I know his his uh, wife or whatever girlfriend left him for another woman. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> mm, I wonder yeah. if he did both of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. that yeah, dude, Elon Musk seems one. cool. Yeah. When your woman leaves you for another woman. I had something that's mentally that. fucked. And that's messing the man oh, up yeah. right there. Yeah. What did I do wrong? It'd be like, damn. I don't know if I would be... How would you take that? Is it is it necessarily worse than another guy? To. Like, what? You would, would you prefer that over her leaving you for another man? Or would you not? I mean, that's that's something to think about. It, it's either way, it's still tragic. It's still it's still a mental thing. It still screws you up. Yeah. But if if I think if a woman left for another woman, I mean, do I lose my man card at that point? It's kind of it's, I don't think so. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, you do. No. <laughs> I, I, I uh, think yes, so. That's just my first. <laughs> she wants the rug. Like, uh, so what happened to you and Julie? Oh man, she went with her friend Debbie. She yeah, went what? With, <laughs> she went with Funoch. She's in the snapping now. Right. You know she's, what sucks uh, she's though? At the y. <laughs> if she if she goes to another dude, there's still a chance that like the guy's not going to be bigger than you. But if she goes with a chick, that chick can go in the drawer at any time. And there's a chance that shit's gonna but be. But it still fucking... ain't that real muscle. It still ain't that part the pedal. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's true. That's true. But still, what if she was like, "I just want you to out out dig me," you know what I mean? And then you just you're like, <laughs> like she, fuck. She goes in the closet, pulls out a trophy dong, and says, "This is the reason why." <laughs> Chief, they lying. call her Chief Dingham. <laughs> Chief Dingham. He's like, "Well, the real reason is, honey, you're a little short in the pants. <laughs> you're a little short, you know." <laughs> yeah, it's a tough weird. one. I've seen a couple uh, guys. I, I know a guy that uh, it happened. He's pretty messed up. 
He, and I said, dude, you, you got to let that go. Come on. I mean, it could, it could have been uh, 12 inch long. Right. right. Oh, that's you, a good way to console him, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got a short dick. What can you do? You know what happens. It's your gift. It's not your gift. <laughs> you know, but he, you know, yeah, I don't know. You got to work with what you got, Brad. Yeah, my sure. That's why that. you, you got to, you got to eat or pulley. Right. Oh, <laughs> where did that word come from? You better be amazing at foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Johnny. Uh, Here we go. Saul Goodman. Goodman. All right, good pick, James. All right, Hollywood. I got a very intriguing one here. I got Mr. Scotty Bowman. Ooh. Uh, The Red Wings coach uh, from uh, Legend 93 to 2000. 1,248 wins overall. 223 wins in the Stanley Cup and nine Stanley Cups. Wow. That that man's won. He just, the persona of him, the leadership, he was the man on that sideline who I have to say he was like a Belichick mm-hmm. of hockey, though. Yeah. I agree with that. And I, I haven't seen another coach. Have you? No. That you see that's that, there, dominant. Oh, that, that dominant. I mean, yeah. when you've seen that man on the sideline, you were just like, Damn, dude. Yeah. That's Scotty Bowman. You know what I mean? That's a great pick. Yeah, so that's that that's that's mine and uh I mean I really like that one. I love Scotty Bowman. Uh to that point, did you guys see the unrivaled uh E sixty? No, I did not, but oh you said God. it was fantastic. You guys have to watch it, man. Yeah. It was amazing. One of the best robberies ever. Um actually Claude Lemieux. Um Scotty was calling Claude a dirty player in the media mm-hmm. and they had a meeting with the NHL. And Claude said he met face to face with Scotty in, in the hallway. And um Scotty had nothing to say to him though. Obviously he's older guys, he's a right, coach, he's yeah, not gonna yeah. fight him, but Claude was ready to go. Really? He was they ready just, to take on yeah, well, Scotty Bowman? He, he asked him, You got something to say now? And they're locked oh, in this hallway. Yeah, man. These guys Scotty just kept walking. Royale. And yeah. you knew who heard about that was uh was McCarthy. McCarthy, that, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he felt, he was like, oh, yeah, he like threatened you, you know, because you're older and stuff. So like that's that. where the big yeah. fight came him. in. He went out there and started pummeling him because Darren McCarthy yeah, had yeah. Like, that big fight with him. Well, it was the, the fourth game of that season after Chris Draper got hit and they kind of waited it out and the Wings lost all three games and it was like midway through the second period, all hell broke loose. Yeah, it was a free throw. Um, the one time they started fighting right off the face off. God, now, you, I miss those days of hockey. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. That, right that rivalry right there that you see. Okay. That everyone's seen. You seen Jesse James too with the Avalanche and the Red Wings, the rivalry that they oh, had. Oh yeah, with, Patrick Wah. You yeah, tell no. me right now, as we're sitting here, as we're speaking, that or the Detroit Pistons versus the Indiana Pacers at the Palace, the Malice at the Palace. Which one? I gotta go with the, uh, with, with the hockey one though. Even though, <laughs> even though, Wah. Even though, yeah. <laughs> That was crazy, though. Yes, the power situation was. He just dude walked right up to the stands. It was, I remember them both so vividly. Man. I remember watching Jackson. Jackson everything was up there. He was cracking something up. In his, he was twenty rolls deep, man. Well, and to his defense, though, when you, you can't be throwing shit on no, NBA dude, players, you man. Can't. They're still yeah. people. You know what I mean? Like that fan was an idiot for doing that. When you see it and it all yeah. slowed down, you see him just walking up talking shit to him, and he throws them. It's like, come on, now, you, now I'm not a basketball player no more. Yeah. I'm a human being. Now now, now you're trying to attack me. Right. And when they, they got him when he was going in, in the hall. Yeah, that was not our uh, finest moment. <laughs> Spitting on and everything. Fans. It was crazy. Shit's been wild. going on too long. Look what happened with our boy Will Smith. Did people just do crazy shit yeah. still? Not to bring it up, but you know, man, people are still, they go local, man. Yeah. They go Yo. crazy. 
But yeah, sometimes you gotta you, slap. Somebody. You said the wings and avalanche. Yeah. What do you say? I'm definitely going hockey. Yeah, James. All what do you day. think? You seen them both? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with hockey. I gotta go with that hockey too. That was that was bad. Yeah. Ass, man. <laughs> Amongst players, there was just so many fights, and like oh. you just feel it festering. And remember Gary Thorne? He's mm-hmm. going. He was saying he's like, man, I never remember a, a hockey game where there was, you know. Uh, bomb dogs sniffing around because they were getting threats. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen it on ESPN that night, all the cop cars outside the building just trying to prevent any like melee from happening because our fans hated the avalanche. Oh, yeah. They, they hated just, Lemieux, dude. They wanted that dude's ass. We need well, rivalries sh- like that. Again. They showed McCarty and he, he paused for a second. He's just like, Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> you know, like it's the Damn. norm around here. <laughs> Miss those days, man. Yes. Great time. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, speaking about rowdiness, a um, little controversial character, but I just think this guy, I got a lot of respect for him for what he's built, and that's Vince McMahon. Mm. I think he's Hell just yeah. built an absolute dynasty. Absolutely. A guy that wasn't scared to kind of roll up his sleeves and get in there and wrestle himself um, at like 60-some years old. He's on yeah, the cover yeah, of Muscle yeah. and Fitness. Yeah. You know, you want to, and I know there's a lot being said about him as far as, you know, some things that he's done, um, but a guy that's willing to get in there and put that work in and make those tough decisions to make an empire. I think that's pretty dope. You can't, you cannot take away from what that man's created. Yeah. You cannot, especially getting hit with that pain. <laughs> Can we pull that up? Can we pull that up? <laughs> I'm just trying to find that. <laughs> oh my God. Damn you. What's, Damn you, man, what's his net worth now? He's got oh, some it's, astronomical. Amount. It was over $3 billion last wow. time I checked. That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, that's he's a, a lot of money. He's a mogul in Detroit, or um, in in the world, not just yeah, sports I mean, entertainment. From just. where his father it took it, and, and that was good back then. That's when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's not like Bret Hart. He wanted to keep you know because he come from one of the dangerous dungeons. You know what I mean? Of Canada, that they had great wrestlers coming out of there, and and Hart was kind of like old school. He didn't like all the cussing and swearing and the bikini. You know what I mean? He's like, that ain't wrestling to me. So he was kind of like teeter-tottering on the border. Like, okay, Brett, you got to get with this man or you're just going to be out. You know what I mean? And he's like, hey, I'm the best. There is the best there ever was. But his character was starting to fade. Um, So Vince just took it to another level. Then his daughter, then Shane McMahon, you know, and then Triple H. Those were the glory days. Oh, God. And that's the thing too, like the rivalry. They were getting their ass kicked by WCW. We've talked about that before. And he he, he crossed that line, you know. Looks just fine to me. How about you, Doctor? Oh, I'll take it from here, nurse. <laughs> yeah, he's missing him with every punch. <laughs> so I see the pan. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> damn! Oh, it's just funny to see a CEO who's worth billions of dollars mix it up, you know. Oh, that's and they had that that relationship, you know, that son of a bitch. He's yeah. And at the end, he got his ass again. Yep, that was sweet. No, it was cool because wrestling was so big then. You had like everybody wanted to kick their balls in the nuts at one point, right? Yeah. I think we all have. So mm-hmm. that, that was a connection with people. It was like that grunge area with where. 
Hogan and uh, they had Dennis Rodman coming in there. Mm-hmm. That was controversial in the uh, NBA playoffs at one point. So, yeah, a lot of good memories there. That's but Vince good. McMahon, that's my top pick. The bedpan upside the head, though. I'm telling you, man. That was great. Yes, sir. That hurt. <laughs> All right, who's up? Back to you. Back to me. All right, so my next pick for boss is um, I would pick Tony Dungy. Um, the reasons why he's a heart, he's got the heart of a teacher, mild mannered person, is a man of faith, and he's a leader by example. He's always been a leader by example. He won't ask any more of his people that he wouldn't do himself. And mm-hmm. to me, if that's somebody that you want to be mentored by, that to me is a quality of a good man, good boss. I like it. Tony Dungy, short and sweet. Yeah. Good man, a great coach too. Yep. Yes. Judge James? Yep. Uh, my next pick would be uh, Joe Rogan. I just feel like he'd be a good boss. He's got a lot of comedian friends, got a lot of smart friends. He, he hangs out with everybody as anybody on his show. He seems like he wants to help people, whether they're um, comedians and they're lower than him, and he wants to learn from people that are higher than him. And I think that's the sign of a good boss. So, yeah, yeah I, really, I really like him. I like Rogan. You you see what what he's done with when he was in there with the uh, eating the bowl balls and all that other crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know so oh, yeah. where he's at with the UFC and all that. He is really where the light is really on him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, he's taking that spar man. Unbelievable. Yeah, and he's uh he, he expresses great humility too because even when he's wrong, you know, he'll admit that and mm-hmm. talk about it mm-hmm. and you know move on from that. So yeah. I think Joe Rogan, a lot of people, it's not for everybody, but he's a top podcast in the world for a reason. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The dude's like on tour. Like yeah. literally he's going to like Fox Theater and selling it out. He's going to different cities in Cleveland and mm-hmm. you name it. He's all, and he's selling out everywhere he's going. So yeah. he must be doing something, right? People want to hear his shit. I dig it, man. You know, yeah. I like him. You kind of little. Yeah. you look like Joe Rogan's little brother over there, James. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Hey, man, I wish I was beefy like him, though. I need to start eating Stop more. Stop eating all that popcorn, dude. You got to start eating some meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. He's got that, uh, I got, don't worry. I got chili later. Uh, eat, the, eat that fine Of all the things grizzly. I would have guessed. <laughs> that fine dine <laughs> That chili. <laughs> Is it from Wendy's? <laughs> James James told DeAndre, he's like, if I die, I want you to sprinkle my ashes in the chili so I can tell your ass up one more time. A little late, but we're bringing it. There it is. Oh, man. Good pick, James. I like it. Very good, brother. Appreciate it. All right, Apple Snatch. Well, time, yeah. Time, yeah. I'm going to go along the the wavelengths of uh, Mr. McMahon, his ultimate rivalry, and I'm going to go with Billionaire Ted. Billionaire Ted. Ted. Billionaire Ted. Ted Turner. Ted was, was the man on the other side of the WCW when they had Monday Night Wars. And they were just kicking ass. They got Hogan, Nash, Hall. They started pulling all these guys. And it, it was probably at a time, when, when you say Philly, it was wrestling was like you had to be there at Monday night when it started. Mm-hmm. No matter where you were, you were getting your ass home watching them wars. It was crazy. That, that bug was going back and forth. Oh, yeah, flipping back and forth oh, every dude, Monday crazy. night. crazy. Every Monday night. I mean, never would have thought. I mean, Mike Tyson was in WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He refereed uh, Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels match. And you had Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman in WCW pairing up with DDP and Hulk Hogan. Oh, just dude, crazy, man. Just, they were nuts. keeping the creativity going and yeah. the money flow just kept coming with it, man. That crossover. The, the, yeah, the crossover. Perfect analogy. And they're doing that right. now with that, that uh, NXT with the uh, 
you see where some of them, Daniel Bryant and all them guys are starting to move around. Then Balor's coming back to WWE and it's never just crazy. I, oh, I never dude. really know who these cats are. Oh, dude, you got to. I think he'll be back too. Well, James, you know Logan Paul. He just signed a deal with WWE. I know Logan Paul, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Did he really? Yeah. And uh, Pat McAfee, I don't know. He's got a podcast and a show. He just signed mm -hmm. an extension with WWE. There's got to be somebody. Got to uh, be somebody besides what we have in the WWE to stop Roman Reigns. It has to be one of them guys on the other side. That's the only way I could think. I can't see. Oh, Brock still, well, we don't want to see that. McIntyre, no. It's got to be one of them guys on the other side going to come, you know what I mean, just out of nowhere. Yeah. And be the one, because Reigns is bad, dude. He's the best in the business right now. <laughs> I don't know who's going to take him out, but I'm tired of seeing Brock and Roman. I'm over that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's why I think all the, a lot of the other fans are they're just tired of seeing it. Yeah, well, good, but Billionaire Ted. Billionaire like, Ted. He's uh, on the payroll, damn you. Vinny Mac got over on him, though. Yeah, Vince yeah. is still standing. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, very good. Very good. Um, my next one, I, I'm a big movie guy. Always wanted to be in a movie. Um, so Martin Scorsese, if he could direct the film, I'd love to be a part of that. I just think with that all the hits. That would be awesome. Well, what would it be called, my friend? Uh, gold nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the golden chandeliers. From the mountains of Dubai. Wait, the mountains. Golden chandeliers. Anyway. Uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I give you gold nuts. <laughs> gold nuts, yes. Grandmaster, be mine very pickled, yes. <laughs> That's With a good the... pick, though, man. Yeah, he, yeah, he dude, you, you'd have a job for a while because he uses the same people in all of his movies. So, yeah, I mean, just that's dope. I know you like the Taxi Driver movie, you know, yep. Good Goodfellas, The Departed, The Irishman, Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, these are bangers, that's, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Love that's all those movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Casino, you know. Yeah, Casino. I think he'd Dude's, be really dope to work for, man. He, I, I agree. I agree. He's got such a crazy vision, too, man. I think right. he's cool as shit. Did you guys it's see funny. how Silva got that that part on, on The Sopranos? Mm -mm. He was giving an award away on the music awards. He goes, and the guy called me. He goes, guess he goes, you think you can do the movies? He goes, no, I can't do movies. You think you want to come work for me? He goes, no, nah, I really don't want to do it. And when he was presenting this award... And he kind of goes, hey, well, you know, like this, like that. That caught him. Yeah. He said, mm -hmm. I need something. you in this movie. Really? It's the way he did it, dude. Well, wow. we all could get cast for that. We all use our hands. We always like, yeah, and he had that yeah, face yeah, like, hey, yeah, what's yeah, going you know. to be in this new no. movie over here? Yeah. Coach, and that's what it took. That's what it took right there. <laughs> yeah, you know. The little isms, right? Yeah. Right. We all have. The iso from the shizzo. That's good. Huh? What? <laughs> James, are you going to the bathroom? Your screen paused up. Your mind's pickable. His internet bill. Oh. Your mind's pickable. It mind's says pickable. pause, dude. He's still there. It's all right. Does it say, does it say pause now? It's uh, Yeah, it says pause. But we know you're there. As long as you can hear us, that's a good thing. Hey, Jeff James. Good pick, by the way, dude. Yes, Thank sir. You. Yes, don't sir. You want, don't you want to give a holler out there to uh, damn that sea rebel? <laughs> Absolutely. We're inflating that guy's ego so How much. How you right doing, Rebel? How's the boy doing in football there, Shea Rebel? If you guys need another filler, let me know. If you guys are bringing wings, definitely I'll stack them. <laughs> like Grandmaster yeah. B. I, I'm really surprised I wasn't on your top five. <laughs> oh, I actually had one of my buddies call me just while we're talking about it. He's like, 
He listens to the podcast. Of course, oh, he's God. busting balls because we haven't done one in a few weeks. He's like, hey, who's this last knucklehead you had on uh, before you did your 51? Like, uh, <laughs> he goes, this Sea Rumble guy. He goes, that motherfucker didn't shut up, did he? I says, no, he was 80% of the podcast that night. You don't we say, do you not? We just sat the mic in front. He's like, oh, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> just kept going and going. He's our very own Sea Rebel. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you, Rebel. Shout out to Knucklehead C Rebel. <laughs> How you know? How you All know? Right, so am I up there, Philly? Yes, sir. All right. So the next guy I want for a boss would be, uh, and I, I know I kind of get repetitive with this too, but Dave Ramsey is a financial uh, nut. You guy's a planner. He's very good at numbers and stuff. He makes you want to be a better person financially. He's a no BS type dude. He's smart. He's common sense approach type person, and he wants people to succeed. So I think if you have those types of built-in characters in your, you know, mindset, that'd be a good person I would want to call a boss. Yeah, and he's a straight shooter. Yeah, he's going to tell you how it is and no bullshit. Yep. So that's that's a good good Calls way to be. Calls it out right on the spot. I mean, I like them. I like very transparent type people like that, and it's all good. Dig it, man. Uh, Just James, hello over there in New York. Can you hear us? I can't. So, actually, it's crazy that Philly picked a director because i was gonna say i would love to be in a tarantino film mm, so yeah if I work for anybody yeah, yeah. i would want it that dude just knows how to create the wildest of stories so yeah. i would love to be in a film like that I w- and i'd want to play like some weird offbeat character that you would never think i could play like a gay Superman or something? Just a gay, <laughs> just a fucking. I just want to be like a gay, just you know, a gay. Stay off you know the what I mean? Come on, man. How about <laughs> come on, man? How about penis top? Listen, don't threaten me with a good time. All right. <laughs> you can yeah, play. Dude, I, I just, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd want to be like a, like a, like a gay drug dealer gone straight undercover. You know what I mean? Like trying to infiltrate the heterosexual community. I got a good one for you. <laughs> Semi-gloss comes to New York. <laughs> there you go. Ooh. I see sequels in the near future, part one, Ooh. two, and three. <laughs> Just a tip. Damn you. Oh, man. So that would be it. You would want to be a... Uh, you would want to be... There you are. You're back. Look at you. Look at you. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. beard grew out since the last time we've seen you. A little bit. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen James. He's finally back live again. Been a while. I know. So that's good. So two directors from uh, Philly and very good. And James, I, he almost crossed my mind too. I just I like more Scorsese films. That's the only reason I went with him. Nah, dude, Scorsese is a good one too because he, he like I guess, but Tarantino uses the same people over and over as well. So I think they're both good bosses. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they they'd be fun to work for. Period. Hundred percent. But he has such a creative mind. To your point, James, like Tarantino. He comes up with the mm. most exotic oh, storylines. Yeah. It's almost like you got to pay attention to every detail of his movies <clears throat> to kind of put yeah. it all together like a puzzle at the end. Keeps you guessing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, good pick. Hollywood. Nice. Speaking of bosses, let's talk about Vito Corleone. I'm going to make him an offer again. The Godfather. The original Godfather. Mr. Vito Corleone, man, what a, what a, for the years that, that he took over, you know, you could see between him and Michael when he didn't want that for Michael and everything, but the power that that man had, how he came up and everything like that, 
with the oil and all that stuff like that and um just a very powerful movie still to this day 50 years later it's still very powerful when people see it and a lot of people haven't seen it you know what i mean you know like uh i know my son he's doing a lot of catch-up on some of these movies because he's never seen it i'm like are you kidding me right now so he's doing catch-up on them yeah even this even the sopranos and that oh like, for sure never seen it i'm like oh dude you're kidding me and i'm getting hooked on yellowstone oh yeah that is bad, it's, dude. It's badass, it is, man. It is, man. I was telling my brother and his girlfriend about it over the weekend, and um, they said, oh, you know, I watched the first episode. You can really get into it. You got to give it a little time. Yes. And it gets better and better, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Kevin Costner's a good actor, too. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. He's real good. So that's my third, Vito Corleone, The Godfather. Very good. Well, you know, I couldn't stay away from the whole football topic. Sorry, just James. You might not know who this guy is, but he's from my second favorite team, and that's uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tomlin. I see him as a, le- a strong leader of very, that. A very good one. Very um, good one. Been in the league 15 years, you know, been to a few Super Bowls. Um, 154, 85, and two. Never had a losing season. That's pretty mm. incredible. And he's, oh, you know, absolutely. he's a man of faith, but he's also like a, a player's coach. Strong mm-hmm. personality. That's a guy you'd want to run through a wall for. Mm. So when I think of leaders, I think of guys like him. Would he be a guy that you'd like to play for on any football coach you got in this era with him? Would he be your number one guy? Yeah. It's it's tough because you, you think of Bill Belichick, but you look at him, he's just going, we're on to Cleveland. Right, right, right. We're on to Cincinnati. I, it'd be cool. We've seen what he's been able to do. And that's I think that's a system. Not to take anything away from him. No. But players have said it's not necessarily fun or you got to really be self-motivated to play for that team to be there you're going there to win championships you know you got to put that work in but um, his way has worked too yeah it's not seven super bowls but it's yeah you know you also want to have fun doing what you're doing yeah too so um him and and i know you guys don't necessarily care for him but sean mcveigh i like him he's a young energetic dude you know a lot of players like to play for people like that he's a new hybrid man he looks like joe hoff yeah. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hey, Bob. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> was a forearm stiff. Man. That's right. So, yeah, number Great three one. for me, Mike Tomlin. Nice. Good. Very good one. Grandmaster B. Um, my next pick would be Michael Jordan. Nice. Because he's a, he's a, le- not just because he's a legend, he's, he's just a person that has no quit in his game. No matter what he's doing, it's business for him. The guy finds the top of the freaking mountain every time he takes on a task, whether it's, you know, owning a professional team, it's endorsements, it's his style of winning, playing golf, and, you know, not to mention all his basketball stuff. I mean, that's kind of dude that, man, you can learn a lot from a guy like that. 100%. You feel me? That big cigar? Oh, Uh, Cuban. One. One, two. (laughs) I'm all about it, man. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sports stuff going on here, but... uh, it's not hard to find, you know, kind of guys we are, motivational type people. Right? Yeah. Inspiration. That's what I look for in a boss. MJ Brass. I almost said uh, the raccoon Brass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Inside joke. Inside joke. Just for me and Philly. Thank you very much. That went over a lot of heads. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. But that's okay. We can do that once in a while. Um, it's funny you bring up MJ because I was just talking to uh, my son about this, the GOAT conversation oh, with LeBron. LeBron. And... I said, listen, the one thing I respect more about Jordan is he stayed true blue no matter what was going on. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Kept his mouth quiet, did yeah. his b- job, you know what I mean? 
Every day, nah, I'm good on the cameras. Walking out, nice suit, smoking a cigar. Took a couple years off, came back, won another three, didn't mm-hmm. say shit. Took his lumps. You know what I mean? That's why Jordan is the best to me. It's the overall yeah. way but he it was carried a himself. Different time though. Well, let's say social media. Absolutely. Was, but I think you can be the greatest of your time, yeah. which LeBron can be. Mm-hmm. Kobe, you know, after Jordan was probably the greatest of that time. So if you stagger it like that, that's debatable. But overall, to me, it's the way Jordan carried himself overall. Right. I think it goes back to that sportsmanship, like Barry Sanders versus Emmett Smith. Yeah, Smith might have more yards and he may have more accolades in, in the you know record book. But if you ask the normal sports fan that's a true fan, not just a Detroit fan, mm-hmm. who are they going to pick? Nine out of ten are going to say Barry. Yeah. You know, they're going to say the humbleness, the way he conducted himself. He wasn't a you know, flashy kind of guy. I think that as a person of integrity, you look at athletes like that growing up and like, wow, I can I can idolize that person. Yeah, and you got to yeah. have a little dog mentality. Don't get me wrong. After he got his ass beat by the Pistons a couple of years, he went and got in the gym, got bigger. They got stronger Absolutely. and came back and beat him. You know, <coughs> that shows perseverance. That. And he resolve. got his ass kicked. That's said, the leader coming out. Right. I want yeah. to be, want, he couldn't hack that losing, dude. That's what I'm saying. He'd make a good boss. That's, no, that's a good point. At first when you said it, I was like, well, yeah, it, once I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, it's actually a really good pick because he leads by example, and that's mm-hmm. the type of shit you look for. Straight up. Word up. Josh James, what you got, bruh? Rolling. Well, I'm going to follow the sports trend because hey, you not? know I'm such a big sports guy oh. and uh, say I'd want to work for Dana White. Mm. Nice. Because Dana White kept the business afloat when shit was going downhill because of that pandemic. And Very that good pick, bro. Very real good pick. fucking leadership right there. I mean- you know, just found a way to work around it, found a way to keep people competing when, you know, no one had anything to watch even. It was like everyone was stuck in the house and sports were all fucked up because of the pandemic and he really held it down. Even though you couldn't get audience members in there, he held it down. And, uh, yep, that's the, that's the man right there. Looks like my mug shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he definitely, but he's he's the man, dude. Yeah. He, he is the man. Absolutely. And that's, you want somebody like that when you're working for somebody. If a pandemic hits, you don't want to think, oh my God, I'm not going to have any job security. He built What's going to happen? He built yeah, an, he empire built an empire with that. An empire yep. with that fighting. Yeah, he did. Yep. Great you job. Know, and then they have Rogan and them all. I mean, I mean, look at the names. Conor McGregor. Rousey. The list goes on. Dia. I mean, look at all the people. And you know, I'm not a big, big fan as far as like more I was in boxing, but for other people, I know there's big names over there as well. You know, Brock Lesnar coming over. Just, you know, Tough Jones. Uh, and the list just keeps going on, you know. And he, he he's he's so like, um, you know, he's like, we'll find a way. And, and some people have even talked about him not paying his fighters well. But it's also like what he does for his fighters. He builds profiles for them so they can get money outside of the business. Yes, like they have yes. endorsement deals. They have podcasts now. They're getting all their own money as individuals because of the way he promotes them in his company. And I mm-hmm. think that that's special. You know, that that allows you for your own independent entrepreneur, entrepreneurial growth. Absolutely. And that shows good leadership too. You know, yeah, like, oh, you, you can be your own boss. Yeah, that's a great point. That's one thing where I think Dana White's different than Vince McMahon because I know WWE's big and they try to cap some of the stuff that they mm-hmm. do on the outside because they probably get more upfront money. But right, I think right. for Dana White to realize that and at the same time build their brand up and, and allow them to do that is awesome. 
Yeah, that's a good way to put it to build their brand up. That's what yeah. he does. I said profile, but build, he builds their brands. And then, you know, it's like Conor McGregor is so huge outside of UFC. Like some of these people, people don't even realize they fight. They're just like, well, I know that name from somewhere and I don't even watch the UFC. And that's, and UFC hasn't even been around that long right. for it to, it to carry that much weight. It's very similar to uh, the college name NIL, the name image likeness. You know, yeah, absolutely. They're starting to do that now too, and I know that mm. stuff's been around forever. You know, there's lunch money bags being passed around way back when, but now right. it's just you know they're able to actually capitalize on that, which is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, good pick. So very good pick, Hollywood. Back to you. Well, this guy's very well known. We're going to go with Mr. Phil Jackson. Oh, great one. Um, great one. Pick. This guy knew. No matter what he had, how to plug him in, a team, coach a team, won championships, two different teams, um, the Bulls and the Lakers. This guy never missed a beat. Phil was the man. When he walked on that court, you knew this guy was business. He was a winner. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, he just, he could go on and still coach today. I just think he, he won't tolerate with the players. You know what I mean? A lot of them don't give what they gave back then. You know what I'm saying? Taking nights off and, you know what I'm saying? Little aches. Oh, I can't play this. Phil wasn't that kind of guy. I need you in there. You know what I mean? And he was very successful. They called him the Zen Master Brass. Yeah. So, yeah, Phil Jackson. He, mine, oh, I thought number you meant, four. I, thank you for that. I was thinking that guy was a talk show. That's a, <laughs> different, Phil. That's a different Phil. Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Ten second delay. Mess James up. He's still stoked. Oh. Oh, hold on. You hear us? Sorry, guys. Lost you. <laughs> hey, welcome. Don't worry. Yeah, we didn't I miss a beat. It was, it was 18 seconds of bliss. Where did you go? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Phil Jackson, Phil man. was a man, though. Awesome. Fantastic leader of men. Love it. Well, this is a role model, Grandmaster B. I'm All sure right. you'll sign off on this one. This Thank one's uh, very hypothetical, but it would be Tony Soprano. If, oh. I was, if I was a wise guy. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come. You got the gabagool? <laughs> what do you want to do? So, yeah, I just think, you know, hypothetically, if I was in a movie or part of a wise guy club, I think I'd like to work with Tone. Yeah. Yeah. You got to see Sopranos, man. You're sleeping on it. I, I you have not seen it. I have not watched. The oh, movie. dude, come you on. love movies like that. I think you'll love it. Okay, oh, so like, I, I'm, without I'm a about doubt. ten years behind, right? I was, oh. I was way behind too, but it was well worth it. Okay. I binged the shit out of it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. Am I, I gonna cry at the end when they do the journey song? Don't stop believing, because I know he dies at the end, right? I already know the, well, end you of the story, but the, yeah. the whole storyline, though. It's, it's kind of they kind of leave it open. You yeah. know, but um, it's some people were very disappointed with the ending. Yeah, and I could totally see why. Um, I have to watch it. But yeah, it's he's um uh, he's cut though. He's cut though. You know, he's like a man's man. He's into the uh, the bookies. He has his poker games, high oh. stake poker games. He's a family man. He's trying to balance all this shit out. You know, you know, Vito, his buddy, he had to kill his best friend. He what? had a hard time with that. One, another one of his buddies came out to be gay, and he was trying to help him out. Even though it's you know obviously taboo, oh, yeah, yeah, he's just a very complicated dude. But it showed a lot of like the human side of it too. Really? So wait till you meet Uncle Junior. You watch the whole thing. Watch every bit of it. Every bit of it. You know what it's like being number one. So you see what he said. You know what it's like being number one, being at the top. You know what it's like to go to bed at night. You take it all with you. 
Well, Tony, I don't remember shooting you. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, I guess I'm under a You got to see it, dude. Yeah. I, I have to watch it. And you know I love these types of movies. You know, we talk you, about you, them often, yeah. but um, I have to watch it. You should. Half. Yeah, I mean. Mm -hmm. I know you're a fan of The Godfather and stuff, man. Oh, I just man. think this will fit right in. Oh, just James, have you seen it or no? I have. I haven't finished it, though, but it's, it's dope. It, it, the cool thing about it, though, is there's like, I don't understand why people don't, realize that the godfather what that got right was the family side of everything like that was yes. the cool thing about so some people watch the godfather and they like goodfellas and they feel like the godfather is slow mm -hmm. but it really just builds it's not really a mafia movie it's a family movie they happen to be mobsters right and i think that that's what the sopranos did very well from what i've seen of it is mm -hmm. just they they um humanized it like you know you love it's like the guy he's going to see a shrink but he's killing people, right, you know, right. like it just shows no -no. how he's dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's sabotaging his own mental telepathy. He's just rocking his own head. He's trying to do right, but he's still screwing everything. Yeah, because nobody's supposed to know. And he can't keep he's the balance that. going. Yeah. He's out of control in his own head. Right? It's a constant struggle. Yeah, and then yeah he's like, he's dealing with family shit, and then he's got like people that want to kill him, and he's got to kill people, <laughs> and it's like it's like the family man that has that's juggling too much, but also like in that lifestyle, which is hilarious in a way. It's I like, like what he says, you know, guys, ironic. Guys like me here, we don't belong here. We ain't supposed to be here. We get whacked for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I promise you I'll watch it. Oh, you I, I've been delaying it obviously way too long. You'll thank me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, All right. right. Um, who's up? Is it me? Or Philly. This, going back this is, that, that was me. That was talking. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was four. Keep, keep for it going. Good. Very so good. We're yep. on five. Five? Mm -hmm. This is for... All right. My last guy. Uh, no, no celebrity, but a celebrity in his own mind. This is my good friend, Mike Schmidt. He's a great listener of our podcast. Um, he recently got his position in management. Um, he was a manager before, but I always said if I would be able to work for a guy that I know on a per, I mean, we're hypothetically thinking, oh, Tom Brady and Tony Dungy and Dave Ramsey. The reality is I could have had an opportunity to work under this guy. And um, I always knew he'd be a great boss. And, mm. you know, he's in his role right now. He is a boss. What makes Mike special to me, and I picked up on this years ago when I first met the guy, um, he's just a great leader. He's a motivational type guy. He's smart, practical. He pushes you to do your best. Mm -hmm. um, he's not a micromanager by no means, which I am not a fan of. You know, it doesn't work for me personally. I'm with you. Uh, recognition for your efforts and appreciation for his people. Um, these were the characteristics that I noticed with this guy just as a regular man, as a person talking to him. Like yeah. He would always have a genuine interest in somebody. And to me, you can... You know, there's a lot of BS that goes on in everyday conversation, but this dude just was a good, he was a good fit. And I said, man, one day this guy's going to be somebody's boss and he's going to be a great boss and he's going to bring people up with him. And he's just knocking it out of the park right now. So shout out to Mike. I know he listens to the podcast. He would be a guy that I would be very happy to work for. That's that's dope. Shout out nice. to Mike. Thank you for listening, yeah, man. Talking Thanks, real Mike. people here, man. That's good. So over to that's you, awesome. James. Uh, I'm going to actually name my real boss, Matt. I'm not going to say his last name, but my real life boss, I had to put him in there because he's the reason why I enjoy going to work. Like if I didn't have a good boss, I would hate going to work because there's a lot of things that I deal with that can get on my nerves and make me be like, why am I doing this? So I could do something else. And luckily I have a, a great boss that believes in having fun at work that like you don't have to make it stressful 
And I just think he has like the best qualities. He doesn't take everything too seriously. It's just handle your business. He doesn't micromanage. He wants to have a good time. He jokes around, but he keeps it, you know, business-like. He wants me to learn more. He teaches things. He's just, he's a good guy, man. That's it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's good. Awesome. I think we're all uh, humming around the uh, the personal tip here. Yep, yep. You know, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. In my opinion, that sucked. Hollywood? Damn you. Damn you. Yeah, my last <laughs> one. Us, my last one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I got a couple bosses I worked through lifetime. I mean, a few of them, but I'll keep them all together. Um, I like Hinch for the Tigers coach. Hinch, what this guy is doing with these young guys and what he's been given to him and how he's reverted these guys, Avila's got to go. I agree with that. Hinch is yeah. the man. I watch Castro. I'm watching these guys grow in front. He, he's using the Candelaras, the Reyes, and all these guys, you know. Um, Cabrera's still batting, you know, over 300. He's on his way out. Mm. But what Hinch has done with these pitchers and everything, oh, dude, it's just amazing. And, and they love to play for this guy. He's such a leader, man. You know what I mean? And I would just hate to lose this guy over because of Avila. He has to go, man. Bring Epstein in here. Sign him. Sign him for another five years. I guarantee you that the Tigers will win a World Series if they keep these guys and maybe add a couple pieces in the next five years. Is a Pinch on a contract year right now? Yeah, I think he's got one more year. Yeah, because that's, to your point, he pretty much got dealt a bag of shit. You know, and, and I get what it. He's you, done got, with it. you got Miguel. He's like, you know, he's the marquee guy, but he can't win with one man. No. Can't win with him. No. So you got a guy who's taken on a bunch of youth. Try to give him the best shot. Casey Mize blows his arm out. That was a blow to their, you know, roster right Turnable. There. Turnable. Uh, a lot of these guys took, you know, I mean, he's had the injuries that his marquee guys, the up-and-comers, were all being banned. And he's plugging players in. And he's mm, fixing. It's amazing. He's, he's doing it with duct tape, dude. Yes. And he's doing a great job, so that's a great pick. And I'll they love they love playing for this guy. And he he's, you know, he's never downing them. You know, they were in a position to win. They didn't do it. They mm. fell short. We got tomorrow. We'll move on. Yeah. But they know they were in a position to win. And you got to hit in the big leagues. You know, I think to me, like Torque, I think he'll be good. But I think Torkerson, he's overrated. Riley Green is the man there. Yeah. That is proven. That is a generational player that would be your guys' era. I agree with 100%. Yes. It's like, eh, I'm not 100% sold on the team. No, no. I'm with you, Hollywood. He's yep. been too hot and cold. You yeah, know, and Riley Green kind of gave him a shot of energy, shot of yeah. life. I feel like you know, yeah. and he just comes in here so natural and so calm, you know. Yeah, hey, guys, hey guys, I was going to for a master, guys. I'm in the tournament, <laughs> but uh, Torgerson, he's too too tight. He's trying too hard. Yeah. Okay, you're not going to knock every ball in the stadium. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Play your game, have fun, and you're not having fun. You're trying too hard, and it's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. You're going to go get sent back down. So oh, I love the hire. Yeah. That's a good one. Yes. I think uh, if he stays and he rides it out, I think he'll, he'll bring a winner here. Absolutely. Actually. Absolutely. So, um, good stuff. I got, uh, I want to give a special shout out to a couple bosses of mine, Mark and Mike, because they both have been instrumental in my career and they've helped through hard times, personal problems, very understanding, um, you know, leadership, all those things. So I know, I think Mike listens to this show. So thank you for everything. 
um, he's been a great boss. And my boss now, he's been a good leader through the pandemic. You know, it's it's been tough. Times have been hard and he's been able to do do his best at, at understanding and the struggles and, and keeping us upbeat the best he can. So that's all good stuff. But um, I also want to shout out Steve Kerr because I think people get knocked for having superstars on their team, but people like even at a way lower level, at a youth level, you got these stud athletes just keeping the ship afloat can be the hardest thing, even though you have these studs and that's what he has. He's got a juggernaut in golden state, but, um, very good. And you see him like after the shooting, um, in Texas, how heartbroken he was and the emotion he shows, you can tell he really cares. He's a really good human being. Yes. I think that goes a long way when you care about just people in general. That's so, a very good pick. Very, he's, he's a stand up man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when he said not about basketball, Yep. You know what I mean? It's not, you know what I mean? I love that part about him. Yeah. And he's been around greatness too. You know, he's been around Jordan. He's won championships. You, you know what I mean? He's able to do it as a coach because I think people can vibe off that. They feel the realness, you know, mm -hmm. that you cannot fake that. No, so, I agree. I would love to work for him or play for him. You know what's crazy? I was actually going to name him, even though like I don't really watch basketball anymore, but just the fun that the team has. Yeah. And how, how the, like even the pace they play at. Because I was kind of thinking about uh, Popovich and his style and how, like, it's more on the technical side and let's mm -hmm. slow it down, let's play, you know, and how Golden State was sort of able to change the game in a way with the pacing. Like, yeah. he's got it's rubbing off on other teams now because they, yes. they're forced to try to keep up. And you know that even Kerr was under Pop, right? So, you know, he took some of the things, but he had to discard some of those things because... When you have somebody like Curry who's willing to shoot these ridiculous shots, that's something that would probably drive Popovich nuts. Sure. But yet Kerr, Kerr is like, dude, if it's open, fuck it. You know what I mean? Take yeah. it because he this believes what in you do. Yeah. his teammates. Mm -hmm. Yes, he believes in his team. In his team, he believes that they should believe in themselves. He just seems like a really good facilitator. Yes, like, I've always thought that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, the individuality is important. And say Curry played for Pop or like a Larry Brown, for instance, maybe he doesn't become what he is today. Right, because he's not to, allowed that. He's trying to fit a circle in a square hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you right, got to let them right. be what they are. It's got to be tough managing like Draymond Green. He's a mm. big personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Loves him, plays for him. He loves him. <clears throat> some coaches you know how we, like the antics, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, that's another thing that you, it's a great point because when you watch the, uh, the post, um, I was about to say post fight, the post game interviews, he actually like sticks up for his players when they mm -hmm. make mistakes even because he's like, I, I've heard him say things about Green where he'll say something like, we wouldn't have the other positive shit if he wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like who he is is just who he is. And sometimes does it go a certain way? Yeah, but... If you don't, if you take that away, you take away the heart of the team, you take away the engine, you take away green period. That's just who he is. He's right. so and, underrated, dude. You know that he is so underrated. Yeah. But Kerr is like a lot, like you said, he's allowing people to be themselves. Mm -hmm. And I, the only reason I didn't pick him honestly is because I couldn't see myself like saying I could be an athlete and especially in basketball. But sure. I, I swear, I just feel like if he was doing anything else, I would, I would work for him for sure. Dope, man. So, uh, Grandmaster yeah. B, you want to uh, run down your, your five again? And we'll yeah. just do a quick recap. You got any um, honorable mentions? Now's the time. Charles Barkley. That guy's a knucklehead. <laughs> uh, my recap is Tom Brady, Tony Dungy, Dave Ramsey, Michael Jordan, and uh, shout out to my buddy Mike Schmidt. Very good. Just James. 
Dude, I did all mine live, so hold on a second. I, I wanted, I wanted <laughs> to be on the Oprah. spot. So I had Elon Musk. <laughs> I would, I, I was about to pick Oprah too because I wanted a car. Ellen, you had her. Um, no, I would have not what worked for Ellen. No, RuPaul. Uh, <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sign me up with the outfit, <laughs> dude. I would let RuPaul shine my head. <laughs> <laughs> or how about paint your toes i'm sure she'd do that for you yeah the white tip uh, skill yeah. oh, <laughs> um nah so uh, elon musk um joe rogan dana white uh my boss currently and quentin tarantino nice. well you got it man yeah you I, it. it was a little you, out you of order little out but order. that's but you remembered I was ready to yeah. say, well, goddamn, it ain't the Elzheimer Express. <laughs> He's like, I forgot what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, good stuff. Hollywood, what were your nice. Let's, uh We're going to go with Scotty Bowman, uh, Phil Jackson, uh, Vito Corleone, and uh, uh, Hinch. And the other guy was uh, Billionaire Ted. Billionaire Ted. Billionaire Ted. Ted. All right, I had uh, Vinny Mac, Vince McMahon, Martin Scorsese, Mike Tomlin, Tony Soprano. How you doing? I Steve know. Kerr, special shout out to my old bosses. Yes. That does it for the fives of the week, boys. Very well done. Awesome. And now it is time to just open the table. Oh, it's open table. Yes. It is. So uh, the world has been... Uh, a firecracker as of late. We missed a Dude. lot of news. So whoever wants to start this shit off, go ahead. Can I just can I just say rest in peace to James Khan? Was that not yes. a hit or what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I seen that today, man. Very sad. Dude. That's yeah. crazy. A great acting career, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. God is what I and this a uh, movie that what Brian's song, right? That can't that kind of got him on the map. And then right after he did Brian's song, uh the piccolo it was a real based on a real athlete movie and everything and but then he went into the godfather the following year right yeah. that's when he did i mean he was a great actor man well how old was he james he was, I think he was like 82 yeah yeah. 82. yeah that dude why'd you have to go there mike why'd you, you have to go there mike you don't last forever you know Come you know what i mean go jane can't have too much of anything now well, fuck it. You know me. I'm just going to run with this. Amazon Prime is adding free Grubhub meal delivery for Prime members for one year. Who's a Grubhub? Wow. Yeah, you, you got Amazon Prime, do you, James? Uh, I do. I do. Well, guess what? Starting, uh, I believe it's uh, coming up in October. They're going to get this all set up where Amazon Prime members get free Grubhub. So you don't pay for your fees. You don't wow. pay for your delivery. It's just uh, as of May, Grubhub uh, controlled uh, just 11% of the sales. While DoorDash held 57% and Uber Eats had 31%. So between DoorDash and Uber Eats, they dominate the market. So now that Amazon has put their you know logo and they're uh, going to offer this to Prime members, that's probably going to make uh, Grubhub's share grow greatly because anytime Amazon puts their greedy paws on something. I was just going to say, they're, they got their hands in everything, up. man. I mean, they're getting into everything. They're doing freestanding buildings. You know, they'll be doing the fresh produce and everything. Fresh, bro. I'm I talking heard about fresh. that. Fresh. Oh, bro. So you clean. Cucumbers, they're shining. They're very clean. They look like, uh, what's this thing you call uh, the Hollywood? 
uh, semi-gloss? Cucumbers. <laughs> yeah, right there in the freaking booth. You go get them right there. Cucumber. It's semi-gloss. How you doing? Amazon Prime, yeah. adding free Grubhub to Prime members. So what do you guys use yeah. for when you want to order in? So I'm a DoorDash guy. My fucking car. I don't pay for that shit. Why Dude, am I going to pay for that money? If you see the fees, that it's like ten ninety nine just to get to start it. What? Yeah. Like just to get it from them to you. Just a service charge. Plus the tax. Plus if you tip them. What? So I ordered Chinese for uh, me and my brother a couple weeks ago. Did Guess how much? $10? Guess how 40 much? 40-some dollars. No, more. 80 bucks. 75. Yeah. Three wow. Tip, everything, 80 bucks. And that's without candle. No, you get no candle? You get some gum? And I shit you not, guess what my fortune cookie said? You're fucked. It's a doggy dog world. <laughs> I said, well, fuck, oh. if this ain't fitting, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. There was your hint right there. I was like, wow. Uh, 80 dollars, dude. Come get on. up off the couch to get in the ram and take off. And you want to do it now? I was Are like, you, man, I just. Uh, bucks. So, I but, felt like Gorjiwa just bit my bank account. Gorjiwa. So, <laughs> so Philly, back, okay, so back to train up. So the meals you bought are menu price, right? So say it's a combination, it's $13.99. Mm. Three meals you bought, right? So now that's uh, 50 bucks. $30 is the fees. Mm -hmm. All that extra is for the delivery and the tip and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, that's no. That's, oh, man. That's, I'm done doing it, man. Yeah. After that, I was it opened my eyes. I'm like, I'm done being lazy. If mm. I want to eat out, I'm going to go get it. My yeah. daughter does it. And that's why I cringed at it. Because she gets a Starbucks delivered to her house. Come on. Right? $14 for this thing. Oh, no. Right? Come I want to say it was like 14 bucks. Right? Come on. With tip and the fee and the actual thing she had made. Yeah. And more I'm than like, the coffee. That's That's... Stupid, you know. I can't. Bro, the I cream can't. is from fresh goat, bro. <laughs> bro this uh, it's already like eight bucks. Man, this goat does good cream. Yeah, don't I don't use none of them. I can't <laughs> handle that. It's just too much for me to wrap my head around, man. I'm not cheap. I'm just frugal. You know, I'm just like, man, I can't see it. And I get it. It's like if you're like shit faced, you just can't drive. You're like, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I'm hungry and I'm struggling. Mm. Bring it to my door, but. I mean, Hollywood. Well, I, I can't. I mean, I, I don't have no. a car, so I have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your, your living situation is a little different. Yeah, New York's box. different. You got a pizzeria around the corner over there? Nah, not even, man. They do breakfast like, pizza? One bite, you know the rules. Nah, man. <laughs> Hampton Inn, you get the free I wish breakfast. I you know what's even crazier is I do, um, I also do Instacart. So they deliver my groceries. No, because I, I can't. I'm cool. You know, with that one. You mm. know, like some of that. Well, I mean, but you know, it's it's still a fee, you know, and so like then you try to order more, so it brings that price down because you don't want to pay like too much for just like a thing of ice cream. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's you just you try to get it all at once, you know, and then it just sucks, though, man. Your moose tracks cost seventy two dollars. Like wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys noticed though out and about grocery shopping? Like, oh, absolutely. Certain, certain things so. that used to be like three nineteen or like five nineteen now. Mm -hmm. I'm like See, funyuns. It's out of control. Funyuns, a bag of funyuns. You like the motherfucking funyuns, but three ninety nine. <laughs> they are now five nineteen. Come on, <laughs> Doritos too. Yeah. Oh man, so, you know Hollywood. You're right. Bag of Doritos used to be like three ninety nine everyday price. Now they're up to like five. 98 or something almost six bucks a bag mm. i went doritos. to doritos i'm gonna start shopping mm -hmm. at like the markets like aldi and stuff yeah i Clancy's. got a freaking five six big uh bags of groceries for 92 dollars, man that's the way to go i mean you were pumping your fist walking out there. you felt like you won well, hell yeah i mean you're you didn't you you saved so much money you left a quarter in the car you'd be you're proud like, brass sell me proud. this time girl hell yeah <laughs> but if you look in 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 a lot of times what we do is we overshop. 
Yeah. That's we're shopping. so true. Mm-hmm. Make it a weekly thing. Okay. Get what you're going to make that week. That's Don't get what too. you're going to make for two weeks and three weeks. Because uh, then you good waste. Advice. You waste that third week. Is gone. You got to throw it out. The lattice yeah, is true. wilted. You're it's true. You're, so yeah. if you want to take your time, hey, whether it's Saturday, whether it's Sunday, you go and I'm going to pick up this, this, this. This will last me two days. This will get me by. Your bill will be smaller. Your the stuff in your basket, you don't need all that because there's so much waste. And and I did this. You know, I was pulling stuff out, sitting on the table. That's wasted. It's wasted. We, okay, we got all this. That's ninety four dollars of waste right there. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, Hollywood. My wife said we got to start planning our meals. What we're gonna have? It's hard to do that when you're working and your schedule becomes a freaking <clears throat> wash machine of bullshit, right? But if you do plan even, say, three or four meals a week and you're going to do your grocery shop and say, I'm going to have hot dogs on the grill on yeah. Monday. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll buy a couple of these steaks that are on sale. Maybe that'll be Tuesday. And then you just kind of maybe I'll eat out. You know, you can give yourself that guilty pleasure and you plan it out. Our bill actually came to normal when we came back from up north. We had nothing in our fridge. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, we're not going to be here for the you know four or five days while I yep. buy stuff. And we did that, and we stuck true to form. We actually planned our meals out, to your point. We spent less money, and the food's gone. Now I can go buy food for the upcoming yes. yeah. you know. So that's actually better than just mortgaging all your money for two weeks and going, damn it, I forgot I had them freaking brats over there. Right, know? right, right. And they're starting to turn blue. How many yeah. times have you sat there and you filled that fridge, and, and shit in the back's got frozen? Mm-hmm. Froze up. Them days of the packed refrigerator looking all good when somebody opens it up is... Not good. You don't need yeah. to do that. Half yeah. of it's wasted. So you took that bill that say you spent one hundred and eighty dollars, probably eighty to ninety of it's garbage now. Mm-hmm. That's a great yeah. point. And you know, Philly, you, you said it best. I mean, you start looking at how you got to go save money somewhere. You look for alternative places. Doesn't mean you're, you know, you know, shopping on some you know garbage stuff because they do. You know, Trader Joe's actually owns all these. So that's mm. a you know Trader Joe's. They kind of put them in all the high fluent areas, but. Their product is actually really good. Yeah. Nino Savaggio and Kroger is the only stores I shop at. Now, I know when I go to Nino Savaggio, I may spend what I may spend at Kroger, but I know what I'm getting. I know that these things I pick up are going to last me no more than three days. Sure. It's going in the garbage. Yeah. You're talking about at Nino's? At Nino's, yeah. Because it's made fresh. There's no additives in a lot of their prepped meals. And it's made like, you know, very made in the kitchen. You got to eat them right away. Good. Lunch meat, this. I I want uh, some pork chops. I want, just give me two. I don't want eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They sit in the freezer. I I get get it fresh. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm starting to see like my freezer and all that is dwindling where it's supposed to be because by the time you get to that stuff there, it's a six-month rule. It's better throw it away. That's it's true. It's garbage. Dude, I'm with you, man. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see, you'll see the pinch, the saving. This is how you you trying to be. Oh, you know, you know, he's being a penny pincher. No, times are getting hard. Gas, everything's going up. How's your gas bill? Mine's going up forty dollars, man. I got my tax bill yesterday in the mail. Did you get a tax bill yet for your new assessed value? Oh yeah. Did you get one seriously? I did. I got it. Uh, I had to sit yesterday. down and open his envelope. I wasn't like expecting what they gave me. I, I get it. Everybody's obviously is going to go up. Everybody here, if you're a homeowner, I was like, damn, like just because the the rates are so good. I mean, the homes are showing high value. So you could be in a fucking double wide right now. And they're going to assess the taxes on that probably 10 or 15 more. Percent. For sure. 
I was I was kind of like sticker shocked. I'm like, oh shit! Doesn't yeah. surprise me though. Everything is going up. I got my tabs browsed. Guess how much those are? Oh, for that big machine you got? I don't even want to guess, man. I have no idea. You got that big Ram truck? Three I'm, stacks, Brass. Whoa, three hundred tabs? Is that for a two-year for a tab sticker. or is that for just the one-year tab? One year. Because you can do them for two now, right? Here yeah, you're getting the blue plate. Um, I know they got the new ones. I haven't uh that's I an old spend no money on seventy nine. Mine went down actually twenty dollars. Really? Really? The Ford the Ford Fusion's one twenty five. Wow. Mine went up. So you'd be thankful you don't have to drive just change. I was yeah. gonna say, but like what the hell is happening, man? Like why why is everything going up? Why is it that crazy? Your insurance, what about your insurance? Did it go up? It actually went down. Mine um, went up 120 over the year, so that's not too bad. That's not bad. That's doable. I mean, that's you know less than 10 bucks a month. That's that's a control. But I'm saving other ways with like I said, the food and all that. Yeah. I dig your analogy, bro. Oh, that's that's a solid game plan right there. I'm I mean, telling you, you, you follow that yeah. rule, man. And pull that shit out that you're not eating and you left in there and start adding up the, the price tags on you go, I just wasted sixty dollars that I didn't even get to eat. Yeah, see I had the my bill was about the same as I normally get, but I was again on vacation, so I didn't I wanted to wait till after. And right. I used like bare bones in there. Yeah. So I cleaned all the old shit out, frozen vegetables and like stuff that was freezer burnt. Yeah. Come on, man, I don't need to do this anymore. So to clean my pantry, Philly, we threw out four bags of croutons. You know those little crouton bags you just like, oh you know, yeah. I'm gonna get the cheese and garlic ones. And mm. then you throw them in your little pantry and you don't ever eat them. At least yeah. I always forget about them. As we're cleaning out because the onion rotted, we kept smelling a bad onion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sat there. Yeah. It's like croutons, croutons, expiration date, February 2022. I had four bags all expired and forgot about them. Yeah. Like, I'm buying. You, you know? believe the dun- you believe I'm just the taking downsides. my money and putting a match to it. Yeah, that's you what know? you're doing. You're throwing away money. Mm-hmm. True. No, it's better to just keep it simple. Yeah, I, I go every week. This one, I'm this one, I'm getting. I switch it up. You know, I'm going out. You know, maybe once a week, twice a week, whatever. But this is what I do, and I stick to it. You know, and I tell you, I said, man, you guys are a little on the heavy side over there. I said, but you got good quality stuff. Yeah, it's one thing I could say. I don't have no problem, and if I do, you bring it back to and replace it. Now, one thing I'm going to guess that you're not low on in the not maybe in the pantry, but in the bathroom areas and wet wipes. <laughs> you know on, what? <laughs> Got some girls coming. <laughs> you know, I get them cucumbers when I get them cucumber wipes. I like that tip, like that, that, that melon cumber. Loosen it up a little bit, but, uh, Yeah, I you know I always you know I bought the dude wipes you know for the dudes like. Keeping your shit always clean. <laughs> and go. somebody eats them. Come on, man. Somebody eats them. I'm like, eats them? What, your dog what? ate them? No, I'm just like, I'm like, shit, it was just full. Why is it half gone? So, you know, I'm not the only one using them. You know what I mean? But I'm the only one paying for them. You right. Did? I feel you. So, um, I just go with the other ones, you know, and we cannot put them in the toilet. Yeah, that they, will they cause say damage. it's not good because no. clog, they don't no. dissolve or something like that. They'll show you in a camera they're not good. I don't care what they say. Flushable, put them in the garbage. Yeah, you'd be calling Philly's buddy up with this Roto-Rooter tool to, yeah. to get your drain snake oh, down, yeah. right? Yeah. say you want a basement backup, that's a good way to do oh, it. Oh, man. How about this? I'm you guys know who uh, Chase Daniel is, the quarterback? Yeah. We, we had him. Yeah. The Lions. yeah. So uh, he'll surpass $41 million in earnings this year, ranking him 62nd of all-time quarterbacks. What? He started a total of five games in his 13-year career. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Talk about a hustle, Braz. Oof, man. How do these guys get that kind of money? Smart dude, though. Figured I mean, it out. Athletes, man. You know, dude, holding a clipboard. True making that. millions of dollars set up for life. Mm. Probably his kids and their kids. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind starting. 
Yeah. How about uh, Brittany Griner, man? So she fought um, the WNBA oh, player. Yeah, yeah. She just she got caught with hashish in hashish, Russia. Yeah, she was taking dope in the, the Russia. Okay. They don't want to give her back. They want to give her 10, uh, 10 years in prison for that. Whoa, she, I did yeah. not hear that. She's been stick. over there for months. Yeah, she, yeah. Damn, she's, she's crying to the uh, Biden. Crying. They got to get with her wife. I guess it was today. Mm -hmm. She pled guilty, though. It's political, though. Yeah. You know why? It's an exchange for for a Russian person to go back. They're gonna do a, they're gonna do an exchange for what y'all give you back your Russian, you give us back our American. That's why it's, she had to plead guilty. It's all political. But you it know, was, this would have been taken care of if it was if it was a big star NBA star or something like that. Yeah. I think this would have been even a bigger story. It's a shame. Yeah. That you know it's well, really I, not. But you know what's crazy too? What about what about when Aesop Rocky? You know who Aesop Rocky is? Yeah. What about you, uh, Grandmaster B? You know ASAP no, Rocky? I, I'm not familiar. I, I'm familiar with the Rocky movie, but not this ASAP guy. <laughs> not, not ASAP Rocky. What about you, uh, Hollywood? You know him? No, I don't know who he is. Uh, all right, cool. It's crazy. No one knows who he is. It's awesome. He's not a big name, but Trump got him back from Sweden when he was locked up. He's a rapper from Harlem. Not a big name. Trump got him back. Yeah, so that. is it uh, is it is it that she's not a big name, or is that that Biden just doesn't give a fuck and fell asleep behind the wheel? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Speaking, I mean, of let's, keep, let's keep it a buck, dude. Listen, she is a big name. Speaking of Biden, that's what I'm saying, asleep, dude. Um, you know, we're jumping, we're just bouncing around here, right, Philly? So Biden forgot during the Fourth of July Independence Celebration. You know, this is Independence. This is about America. Right. Yeah. To say to those to say those special words at the end of his speech. What does every president say at the end of his speech? God bless America. Thank you, Just James. His wife had to remind him. Um, let's take a listen to this audio. And does everything have to be written on a note card for Joe Biden? Apparently, they forgot to write you say God bless America on July 4th. Thank you all so very, very much. Thanks. God bless America. Thank you. That's like showing up oh at a friend's party God. and forgetting the words <clears throat> to happy birthday. I mean, think about that. I mean, his wife was standing next. And if you've seen the video of this, Hollywood, you would see him standing there on stage and he looks disheveled. He's in front of people on Independence Day. That was off the uh, Sean Waters show on Fox News. Um, I watched this and I was like, it's almost like she's controlling a puppet. Do you follow what I'm saying? It's like, like yeah. she's guiding him to say things now and do things. And it's sad because, I mean, look, we're all going to get old. I'm not knocking age. I'm just saying, but you're running the most powerful country in the world. And it's not just because he didn't say, God bless America. Without a teleprompter, it's painful to watch him. You know, and I don't mean to knock the guy, but um, I mean, what's your guy's thoughts? Is it, I mean, is there like a certain... I mean, it just, I mean, what is the other people in the world, the leaders? Oh, they're laughing. At? They're laughing. They're laughing. My Here's my take. I'll, I'll wait till Philly comes <laughs> so you can hear it. Yeah, um, it's it, it like, dude, you saw him fall off the bike. I mean, which I've seen uh, people. But that know, was a pedal that. thing, though. To his defense, though, Justin. Yeah, I was, was just like going to say. I was, that you put your foot in, it would be hard yep. for even you or I to do that. So that I was, was just going to say. Yep. I was just going to say they came to his defense on that and said it was a bracket issue and that, you know, younger people do that to whatever. 
Um, but it's just like, it, it's the problem is when the media covers these things, if it happens to one person, they go crazy on them. But if it happens to Biden, I feel like everyone is trying to short, sort of sweep under the rug the Pacify. issues that are yeah. so, they're so in your face. Like it's, it's the, over and over again, what he what he's doing wrong, or at least just, he just doesn't seem there because as far as policy goes, dude, I can't talk about what he's done wrong or say that he's even a bad president because I don't know what he's doing with his pen in the office. My thing is like this. <clears throat> you know that there's a problem there. We all know. Yeah. Joe's a good guy. They've been on that. You know, he lost his family and my heart goes out to him. Yep. This yep. has been going on for 40 some years. You've been in the public thing with, with all that. I, I get all that. Okay. Stop using a crutch for him for all that. You hated Trump so much that you took a man who is, I believe who has part dementia. Okay. And put him in there because you did not want Trump in there any longer. So you sacrificed America by putting him in there and you're making him look like a mule. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And he's doing all these things and, and, and it's not his fault. They know better. No. They know better. Why did you put him in there like that in a situation? Because you didn't want Donald Trump. <clears throat> okay, fine. But damn, come on, man. You're embarrassed. He's got family still. You don't see, they see this. People talk. You know, he Dude, goes I'll, and shakes someone's hand and no one's there. I mean, what's I'll, that tell you? Um, Hollywood, I agree with you, man. I mean, yeah. we're set up for failure. And it's like, it's not Republican, Democrat. You know, I voted both ways on the scale. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I'm, you know, true blue this, or right, true right, blue that. Right. I believe that I always pick, I go for the best man. I feel that yes. was the best man. But you got to be careful what you wish for. In this case, the backfire, pandemic, whatever, uh, we would still be struggling no matter if it was Trump or Biden, but I don't believe we would be in a lot situations no. we're currently in in today's world if we were under a different regime look at Period. joe in the very beginning to look at joe right now you see a big difference i do very big yeah. difference yes sir the man's slowly dying and it's happening in front of our eyes and the hell with a lot of these people that did it because they couldn't handle somebody who had strong you know, um, beliefs and did what he did. It is what it is. You want to know what the worst thing is, though? If he doesn't make it to the end of term, you know who's going to be president? Kamala. Yeah. And that's even worse. What about I mean, Pelosi? Dude. What about Pelosi's husband that got a DUI? They buried all that information. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't release any report for Pelosi's husband. He was with another one. Pelosi. <laughs> right? He was with another woman. He got pulled over with a DUI. The, they were kept asking for the records like they were asking for Trump's taxes. And guess what? They weren't giving it up. Why Dude, were they you burying see them, all that stuff? You see them pictures of Nancy, though? Digging or no? What? Nah, but but <laughs> like she's got a she's got a rack on her though, man. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, she she, bad back she, in the day. she's definitely gifted <clears throat> in that tube department. But, you know, there's so much of that political shit that drives me crazy. But, you know, this going back, Phil, you missed this little part of the segment, getting the beast calmed down. But the, uh, there was an audio clip of, uh, you know, what does every president say as they 
finish their speech. You, you pretty much, you know, know what every president at the end of a speech will say. God bless America. God bless America. Independence Day on the Independence Holiday, honoring America. He forgot to say it, and his wife is elbowing him to say, and, and, and God bless America. Was, and he hands the mic to her because he couldn't say it, and she said it for him. Really? And it was just kind of another true tell sign of what Hollywood was just talking about and Just James was talking about. You're seeing this poor guy. Deteriorate. In front of you. Deteriorate. Yeah. And it's not because like, hey, look, you're getting close to 80, but there comes a point in time, but you're running the most important country yeah. in the yes. world. Yes. All the leaders across the, the nations are looking at us going, hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, including oh yeah, the knucklehead in Russia. Yeah. Showing weakness. Right? We're showing mm -hmm. more weakness as the months continue on. That scares me. Did you guys talk about the bike, him falling off the bike? Yeah, we did. But okay. it, it, the excuse was the pedal blocks that he had to put his feet in and all yeah. that. And, uh, which is sad, fine, dude. It's, see, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah but like, it is. just doesn't know what's going on. Dude, it, it, you know what's really what I think is going to happen? I think once it comes out that he has dementia or whatever, they're going to be like, well, that's why the country was so fucked. That's going to be the excuse. Because oh, he had dementia. And we ride that stupid. for, what, 10 years and we take our hits on everything? Right? I believe he's already got it now. I'm yeah. already seeing the signs of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they probably have. He probably they probably know already. They're just trying to cover it up. That's scary. And it's not fair to hit, you know, it's not fair to him nor his family to take no, that kind of not. a hit. It's it's embarrassing because you look up there and he's just he's struggling. He really thinks that he's folk, you know, and, and he really don't know. And that's a sad that that's part of us, man. Like we're fucking Americans here and shit and, and this shit's going on. They know better than that. Well, and we talk about bosses, right? And leadership. Yeah. You gotta that's one of the highest seats in all the world, if mm -hmm. not yep. the and people are looking for strength. You know what I mean? That's where you want to be strong. And yeah. just not right now, you know, whether it's health related, whether it's political, whatever, it's just not. It goes back to the boss's topic. Like you said, a leader. And this is not, again, this is not a knock. But when you've seen someone like Trump go to South Korea, the balls, number one, to go to South Korea. The guy's got his hand on, he's got his finger on North, North Korea. North Korea. North Korea. He, mm -hmm. he goes over there and he, he's, he wants to meet this dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's mob-like shit. Now, I know a third of Trump's brain probably ain't right, because you got to be like <laughs> that if you're running you're running right. a big, big situation. Reagan wasn't either. Right. You got to have a little crazy in you. Mm -hmm. so dude, yeah. dude only only it, two people saw in, that dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Put, America. Put me and in one was Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Fly me over to Korea. I'm going to go meet this little dude, and I'm going to walk fucking right across the line with him. I mean, dude, right yep. there, that told me somebody had some balls. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Now, sure. yeah. you know, all this, you know, huggy, kissy, yeah, you know, this will do all that stuff. That, that shit don't work anymore, and this mm -hmm. is a different America. Yeah. That's the problem where the divide is happening. It's not black or white. There's just a lot of bullshit that people are fed up with. And as you wow. notice, all your financial situation, we talked about increase. We talked about your 401ks down 20%. Yes, yes it'll come back. It's going to take years, though. Oh, yeah, no Say doubt. you wanted to retire today. You know, you're going you're to be going. Up. You're like, I might have to be a door greeter at Walmart for three more years just to catch off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You feel good, you're going to work. Right on. But it's uh, it's just a scary thing. I brought that up because it just kind of triggered me for a minute. I'm like, Man, I, even my no, wife, very good topic. Very good topic. Dude looks, you know, like he's not with it. Like he, he's like, he, and his wife grabbed him and grabbed the mic, and she said, "God bless America." Well, you'll hear the audio, but it was just nuts. I'm like, it's deteriorating. That's a president. deteriorating him at a rapid speed. Mm -hmm. Okay, and where he'll get caught. Uh, that's that's your motor skills. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm watching a guy at work right now, and it breaks my heart. I, you, know, you all right, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Man. You know what I mean? He wasn't like that six months ago. Mm-hmm. He was different. And it's just, and I go look today. He's not there. Yeah, how's Nick doing? He's off a little bit. It's starting to get worse. Yeah. Like start popping. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a sad thing. And that is what our president is right now. Mm -hmm. And all these politicians, this and that, you cannot allow that to ever happen again. Because we, like I said, we're vulnerable. And again, in in Hollywood, guys, we're not picking a gun on. No, absolutely not. But you have a 36% approval rate, one of the lowest it's been for any president in a long time. And you got 36%, so do the math. You know, it's it's both sides, both Republican Democrats aren't saying, I'm not really happy where things are at right Get now. Get your shits yeah. together, both of you. Right. You know what I mean? We're living in a different Put America, America. first. That's what comes first. You 100%. Know? Yeah, get some start. people in there that want to make decisions for the people. Man. Open up go. the pipelines again. Start drilling here in the States. Don't have to go to Saudi Arabia to pay these sheiks and Turks and all these dudes billions of dollars for their oil. We got it right here. Did you hear what they said for the fireworks? No. The shipment coming over, a lot of people were canceling their shows and stuff like that. They oh, paid yeah. 10000 in cargo oh, last it year. All comes from China. All the fireworks. 40 they wanted this year. Yeah. You pay 40 now. Take it or leave it. Because they control the market, right? That's messed That's, up. They control, yes. that. they control that market. And the, and the guy who says, I'm not doing that to my people. I, I, I have to put it on there. Yeah, and I can't do that to them. Forty grand, thirty thousand plus during this bullshit. Well, yeah, and dude, take it not, or leave. We're not talking off. cars. We're not talking no. food. We're not talking. We're talking fireworks. Fireworks. That's what you have to pay now if you want to enjoy that. You mm-hmm. know, half hour of fun. We're going to dock you on this because it's coming from us. You're going to pay for it, right? So, and we're dumb enough to do it. You know. Hmm. So it's just crazy, it's, man. Yeah. It's, it's sad, dude. It's so sad out here. I want to lighten up the topic a little Please bit. Do. What about Roe v. Wade being overturned? You guys think? Uh, what do you guys think of that? Yeah, good. Let's go. That's it. That's, I got to go to. The that's a good room. topic. <laughs> that's a good topic. Yeah, it's polarizing, man. It's a talk of the town. I got two. I got two things on that because yeah, that was man. brought. That was brought up today, man. And that got in a heated discussion. Well, I want to uh-huh. say shout out to Just James. Remember when you brought it up? I think it was a couple months ago when it first started. Gaining some yeah. steam, yeah. and we were kind of had a, a long scale discussion about it, and here we are. And now it's um, it's up to the states, right? They yeah. can uh, yeah, it's they up can to the states. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Michigan, yeah. if I'm if I'm not correct, Michigan, you could still have one in Michigan, I believe it is right now. Yeah, for now, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, let's start with you, I guess, Philly. What's your take on it? I mean, I still think it's it should be a woman's choice. Honestly, do it's, it's her body, but I think also again back to our previous conversation, we got to be more responsible as adults too. We have to have better practices because um, there's always those things like you know rape that happen and yeah. What do you do? You know your daughter, your your wife, she's raped, and you're gonna have this child. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, disgusting she feels, or or uh, a girl. You know, didn't have it with her boyfriend. She was waiting for her boyfriend, and this animal raped her. And now she has to have this baby. Right. I don't agree with it. I, I just know. Um, yeah. I agree with you guys. I think that's where the choice should come in. I think there's their gray area that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. 
if that's a circumstance that's presented, then that's one that has to be considered. You can't yeah. just make a one rule only. Well, you got to go down to Alabama if you want that done. If there's circumstances that come up like that, now, if you're abusing that system, and there's women that have, oh, uh, absolutely, you know, can't keep their legs freaking closed, or they're just I agree. multiple sure. partners, and oh, I'm I'm vulnerable to you know, you know, there's precautions like Just James said in our couple podcasts to go get a contraceptive. You know, and they can't say they can't afford it because there's places giving that giving it away. to you, dude, yeah. for free. Yeah. I mean, you have no freaking excuse. I mean, no, I mean, it's so good. And you know, yeah, I mean, no, it's no. a bunch of shit. But um, that's you know, like like Philly said, it's polarizing. It's a it's a delicate subject. Um, you know, some people are really on one side of that fence, and some are on the other. I've seen a lot of women cry. A lot of women just were so pissed. Like I just don't even want to talk about it now. It's like, you have that right. I, I support you 100%. Just like you women out here listening to us right now. We're not doing this to publicize anything. This is the real deal. Yeah. I don't agree with it. And there's people say, well, you know what? That's life and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and that's a child. Is, Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You're speaking as a man. Yeah. And there's going to be folks that are disregard our takes anyway, because we are men. We're yeah. not women. And I understand that because it, at the end of the day, but it does take two. So I think responsibility does play a factor. Oh, absolutely. 100%. You know, we're talking I talk about that. 12 kids and you're getting all the benefits from that and the breaks and all that when stuff. When is enough? What, what, I mean, really. paying for it. Yes. You know what I'm saying that becomes a problem. You like, know, like Hollywood said, he had, he had a large family, but he took care of every one of his kids. Right. hundred percent. That's a man. Yeah. Yeah. He knew that was his, that was his responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's what he had to do. And he lived up to it. Yeah. Kudos to you. There's dudes out there that are dropping seed like a farmer. Right. You know, and it's like, they don't care. It's These sad. It's so sad. They because... got to raise children without a father. Yeah. Yada, that. yada, yada. That to me, I, I frown upon that. But, you know. When it comes to the other, you know, when you have to do something to fix the problem, if it's something like you talked about earlier, rape or something unfortunate like that, I think that's where you can make good educated choices at mm -hmm. that point. A yeah. doctor or a system. 100%. You know. Now, I, I hear that they're talking that if you do get one, it's 10 years. Is that true? 10 yeah, or 5 years? You can, not for getting one, but the person that performs it. Gets yeah, in they're they're responsible. Yeah. Okay. So if it does go into play, I think you're gonna, or you can travel to different states to yeah. have it done mm. legally. But right, that that's that's kind of where I sit. Like, I'm not upset with it being overturned. I honestly think that it's a good decision because of, uh, like, I mean, the sad thing is there is going to be people out there that don't want it to be done at all. Period. They want mm -hmm. it to be banned completely. But I do agree with leaving it up to the states because. And I was, you know, I, I talked to people, I talked to women about this, like that are really pissed off about it and really sad. And I try to tell them that it's like, this was always at risk being that it was in the federal government's hands, because mm -hmm. all you need is the court packed with someone who doesn't agree with you. And then it just gets overturned anyway. Ultimately, so they make the, the decisions. The, right. The government is not supposed to play God and, and create you know, these things where they can say, well, if there's this many people in the house, we can do this. And if there's this many people that believe this, all, it's like the all, they're all the only thing the Supreme Court justice is supposed to do is say, is this constitutional right or is it not a constitutional right? And to be honest, abortion was never a constitutional right. It doesn't say it anywhere in the Constitution. It's not a right. It's it's a medical practice. And 
some people believe it's murder. And, it, and for those people that believe it's murder, they can't even do anything about it because the government was in control of it. Whereas now the state, it's still the government, but it's like, you can now live in a community where people think like-minded and they can vote with you and you're not, you know what I mean? It's just like mm -hmm. any other thing where it comes to having guns or what type of property taxes you want to pay. It's different in every state. You can go there to a place that that's what gives other states opportunities. When you go, man, my fucking property taxes are really high over here. I hear it's great over there in Texas. What are they doing over there? That's so awesome. Let me, let me consider moving my family out there. And you don't want to raise your family in a community where people don't think along the lines of the way you think you want to go somewhere where you kind of agree with your community a little bit. So I think this is a good decision. I think it's a great decision because the people that are really against it can live in a community where everyone thinks alike. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I, I, I see, you know, the other side of it, of, you know, going through the process, eliminating all that. It's sad. It's very, it's very sad. Mm -hmm. it, it's grotesque and everything and all that. Um, I'm not a woman. I mean, I'm not, but I also don't want to be a part of that because I made that and put you in that situation. You know what I mean? You're the yeah. one that's going through it. So I, I, you know, like you said, Jesse, I get it on both sides. Yeah. You're losing life here and, and how it's done. But then again, you have this woman's rights. It's like, you know, you, you're in between. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's tough, man. Very, very tough. Very well, and tough. that's the thing too. We're all like, it, it's, you guys said the word earlier, it's polarizing and it really shouldn't be because it, it sucks. I think a lot of people are in the middle. They already did a poll, right? Like majority mm -hmm. of people want the, the women to have the right, but they want restrictions. So that means that even though the majority wants, uh, you know, women to have the right, they still want restrictions, which means they believe that there's something in there, that there should be a point where you can't. And that leaves it open even more for like the people that are pro-life because like, I'll tell you guys, I'll be honest, man. I, I've always been a, a pro-lifer when I was a kid. I didn't know the ins and outs. So I guess it's not even fair to say that I was a, a pro-lifer as a kid and, and uh, give value to that. Because when you're a kid, you don't understand anything really. But I just always thought there was something wrong about like terminating a kid. You know, or, you know, cause I thought when, when I was a kid, it's like, how are babies made? A man and woman fall in love and they make a baby and an abortion is a termination of that baby before it's able to be born. So I thought, you know, that's wrong. I don't care what happens. I was a kid, but then I, I, I never questioned the morality of my thought. I was always like, I still believe I'm right until women recently started telling me I shouldn't even have a, a, a thought about it at all because I'm a man. And I thought about that for a long time. And I'm like, well, that's not fair because even when I was a kid, I was a man, but something was brought to my attention, new information. I heard the word, I heard about what it was and I had an opinion on it. That's how we are as human beings. We have opinions. We're allowed to have opinions. We're allowed to think something is right or wrong. And now that I was told I couldn't have an opinion, what I went and did is I listened to a bunch of arguments from pro-choice women and I listened to arguments from pro-life women. And when you hear pro-life women, I'm talking about, I've heard women who have been raped, who have had their kids. I've, I've seen interviews of those kids grown up now who were a product of rape. I could never tell that person, you should have never been born. 
I could no. never say, I could never, if I can't argue against a pro-choice woman, then I can't argue against a pro-life woman. And mm-hmm. if a woman is pro-life, then how can I, it, it, all it did was just circle me back around to what I believed in in the beginning. You can read any book on biology, Life Starts at Conception. It may not be a fully formed human, but neither is one at 12 weeks, neither is one at eight months. Right. right. Like yeah. with the, it's like, where does the stage really begin? Are, are we more valuable when we're outside versus inside? Am I, am I more valuable a week away? Like how, how crazy is that, that you could be a week away from being terminated? Like, where does the value really yeah. begin? And it just really brought me back to like, yeah, rape is horrible, but you can't even, you can't even give a rapist the death penalty, but yet we're arguing to terminate life mm. an innocent life at that. So it's like, I just, I'm so screwed up point. about it. And it, and it doesn't help me. And that, and that's not even my, I didn't even bring that up. I mean, I, or I didn't think of that on my own. That was from a woman's, uh, a pro-life woman's, um, you know, opinion. And it just, I don't know, man. It's like, I'm only screwed up about it because I have women in, around me telling me I shouldn't have a thought about it. But if I go back to the roots of it, I really think it's wrong along with rape. I think all of it is wrong. The only time I feel like it would be right is if it endangered the mother's life right away. Because mm-hmm. of course I'm going to say there's nothing worse than bringing a kid into the world without the mother, you know, to be around. So it's a life for a life. But other than that, man, unless the baby's going to die or something once it's born, like I mean, can we really justify it? Like I don't know. I don't believe in my heart you can, but maybe I'm wrong, you know. Valid point, man. Very valid point. Yeah, very valid. Who's next, guys? That was, a, that was that was a good one, man. So, uh, Demarius Thomas, you see, they found uh, level two CTE. I've seen that, man. That, that's sad. So dude. this thing's growing too, and he's only thirty three years old when he passed away. Oh wow! So he's developing this quick, and he passed away from a seizure in the shower. So Whoa. these these traumatic wait, wait, brain who injuries is, are real. Who is this? Demarius Thomas. He's the uh, NFL wide receiver. Denver Broncos. He was thirty three. Thirty three. That's oh young. my. God, dude. Super young. I, I believe there's more on that field and more in retirement that don't know they have it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, what Junior Seau found his brain was pretty much mashed potatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man. It's a, it's a gladiator sport. What happened to Saragusa? Oh, yeah. Was yeah, there yeah more, you know, there was a link I seen on social media, but it was more clickbait, you know, the, the real truth of why and everything. But that was a shock to me. I mean, he was always a big, burly guy. 55. But he was, you know, 55. I mean, how did this guy just fall dead? I mean, I don't ever, did they ever say how or what happened? Was I don't, I, don't I haven't nothing, heard anything. Sure. I mean, Tony Saragusa was kind of a, he was like a, Big big deal. He'd stand yeah. in the end yes. zone. He was a yeah. guy's kind of guy, right? Big meatball. Game. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens Super goose. Bowl. Yeah, the goose, yeah. man. The big red goose. I looked it up and looked it up. I couldn't find it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like they buried that one, like Pelosi's uh, husband. They just buried <laughs> it under the rock. I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. The woman and all that. Yeah, maybe it'll come out. Well, well, I'll qu- never know. Quick shout out to uh, Sandra Douglas, the first black female president of the, or the Las Vegas Raiders. So shout out really? to her. <laughs> I was, I, at first, I'm like, fe- black female president. I'm like, what the hell happened? Kamala, but, Kamala is right. on board. But I don't know what you're <laughs> so She's the president of the Raiders. Oh, wow, that's she awesome. she got president of the Raiders. Over the Davis? No, no. Davis is the owner. Okay. You know, okay. President, um, okay. It's like uh, Tom Luan used to be here. Yeah, okay, she's good. like the head in control of everything. She's like the, uh, what's that guy, Rod Wood? 
probably yeah. the financials, yeah, also, nice, nice, marketing, nice. things it's like that. Big so. deal, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah it's a great yeah, accomplishment. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, did you guys see this? Uh, I don't, I forgot to bring this up, but it's sports related. Did you see the new movie um, with Adam Sandler, Hustle? I did. I yeah, it's, it's really actually good. very good. I did. It's good, right? Bo Cruz, Braz. Yo, I thought it was lit. I was, I was surprised. I did not expect. Uh, I didn't expect to f- like. That shit had me in my feels a little bit, man. Yeah, that was a very good movie. It was real good. I was, um, yeah. I love when Adam Sandler does like serious roles. You know yeah, what I mean? You're yeah. not expecting it, and you never know how it's really going to turn out. But he actually did a really fantastic job. But I got. Yeah. Was it? Is that on Netflix? Netflix. Yep. Yeah. It's so, called Hustle. Speaking of movies, uh, we're just bouncing around right here, Philly. I want to. You still rolling on your page there? No, go ahead, Bruce. We're talking about movies, so. Did anybody see any movies besides that at the cinemas at all? Did anybody go see anything? Nope. Okay. No. Two that no. I've seen since our last podcast, I went and seen, uh, you know, the hype was going to see Top Gun. So I went and seen yep. that movie. Uh, the first one came out in 1986. Crazy movie. Um, by the way, it was a great remake. A lot of times when you get a remake or you get a, not a remake, you get a sequel, mm-hmm. they don't live up to the first one, right? It's kind of like Jaws and then Jaws 2 and then yeah. Caddyshack, Caddyshack 2. You're like, eh, it's okay, you know, but um, this was actually a very well put together movie. Um, and then I seen Elvis. I took my mom to go see Elvis. Oh, and I'm surprised. man. How was that? Did, <laughs> fantastic. Um Played by Austin Butler, did an amazing job. Tom Hanks played uh, Colonel Parker, which was Elvis's manager. I heard he played that Parker, but I but what I heard on that was that the guy that was playing Elvis, he was trying too hard, and I always have a hard time watching Elvis films and someone else portraying him. Going nah, no, Michael Jackson, nah, no, you you just you're not them. Well. I could just tell you from my two cents because my my mom, that was her gen, right? Mm-hmm. That was her generation. Elvis was like, man, he was the Michael Jackson of what we seen growing up in pop. Sure. So she said, uh, this dude was doing up to five to six hours of makeup. We're talking about the actor here, Austin Butler. He did a great job. Did he overreach on certain things? Yes. Like his antics, like Elvis would get on stage and do all this stuff. Like he was really thrusting and it seemed a little over the top, but his... Um, Acting was spot on. The the plot and the way it starts, it's it's a reality. It's really the way his life was. And it really, in a nutshell, this movie takes him from his very beginnings. Elvis's influence in music was gospel. Mm. Um, it was jazz. It was, it was, you know, what you know, most people don't understand. Elvis really loved to be around all these types of people like BB King. Like his mm-hmm. heart and soul was that of a person you'd go to a church choir and sing he loved that type and he as a young boy seen this growing up where he was at and how he went from rags to riches and how he you know when he met priscilla presley he was a mama's boy because he had a twin brother that died at birth mm. i never knew this my mm-hmm. my mom was like, I, I didn't know elvis had a twin brother she's like oh yeah you didn't know that and i'm she's watching a movie and i'm asking all these questions like wow i'm learning all this new stuff about him but um to say it was it was a spot on for elvis I think they did a really good job on this, and I think the movie's worth seeing. Now, it'll probably, you know, there's only eight of us in the theater, so it's not sure. going to play to the the Mikeys of the world. They're going to be like, eh, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. like me going to go see a, like a Pokemon movie. It's like, <laughs> eh, I don't think so. But I challenge you guys to watch the movie because I learned a lot about the man himself, right? And this guy, Colonel Parker, uh, the guy that Tom Hanks played in the movie, his real manager's name, Colonel Parker, this guy was, um, he was a crook. 
He yeah. stole a lot of money from the man, a mm. ton, and he had a big gambling problem. And there's a reason why uh, Elvis could have went overseas and done concerts back in the 70s for a million dollars a show. Back then, that was a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Elvis, we can go to Japan and do a one, one concert and you make a million bucks. And his manager, Colonel Parker, said no, because he was illegally here in America. Mm. He didn't have a visa. He came over here illegally and he would have been sniffed out and then he would have lost all his money. And this guy would get, wow. wouldn't have his payday with Elvis. And he had a doctor follow him around. Elvis did because he was doing shows back to back to back in Vegas every night, high energy. They had a doctor giving them injections and stuff to wake them back up and everything. And that's when all the drugs started and all the crazy started going on. It was, I thought it was a great movie. It's about two hours and 15 minutes long, but it was really good. I'm interested. I think I want to see Did that. you see Esposito? Esposito? Who's that? That was his boy. Oh, yeah. He had a crew with them. They called it the uh, Memphis Mafia or something. Yeah, I Esposito was the driver. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of characters in this movie, but the fascination for me was there was, you know, as much as I thought I knew about the man, uh, there was a lot I didn't know, and this movie brings all that stuff out. You know, there's a lot of baggage that goes with all these artists, even back in the Elvis days. Look how many artists are out there right now that are getting took by managers. Well, to that point, I just watched a video of, um, you guys know who Dane Cook is? Oh, yeah. The comedian? Yes, yeah. yep. Yep. His brother, he actually sent his brother to prison because he was handling his books and stole millions of dollars from him over the years. Wow. And um, Whoa. it was something where he switched, he moved to California and there was like certain regulations. And he had uh, filed bank statements. And once he got the statements, he realized he was getting fake statements all these years. His oh, own no. brother. His own brother. So he put his own brother in the clink? Well, yeah, you stole millions of dollars from Jesus, him. Jesus, man. So much your blood is thicker than water. Man. I mean, there's a line, though, don't you think? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, you're basically just, and this guy was in the military, I guess. You know, you think he's a straight up shooter guy, but yeah, it's pretty fun. No, that so was, I think a lot of that goes on, you know, in entertainment, music. Oh, yeah, and all that yeah. Stuff. Look at Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. there's a good example, right? All now. I know is January 8th, I don't work. That's, that was a birthday. <laughs> I never work Elvis. I never work Elvis. You say y'all shook up? Yeah, my mother's uh, birthday same day as Elvis. Really? Nice. I loved Elvis in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, when it died. There was a there was a theory that Elvis killed his brother because his brother was a better singer before when they were in the womb together, and that mm. um, Elvis killed him. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You remember yeah. that song where he said, "Did your mama cry?" You're trying to be funny, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad to hear it was a good movie though. I want to see that movie too. I love Elvis, man. I mean, just James, your mom. Yeah. I'm did sure she see? Oh it? yeah. Oh, dude, my mom like doesn't really go out that much, like, or hasn't been in the movies in forever, and I think she's going to see it. Yeah. So yeah, she's I definitely. I, I just hope he does her. it well. Uh, because like you know it's like uh hollywood said like i hope he doesn't overreach to where he throws off the real fans you know you, hey jesse james you want me to sing a song to your mother yeah, <laughs> i'm sure she cry. would love that i'm sure she would <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah who's up? what's next i just uh Wilson? did you guys hear about this uh colorado funeral home director pleads guilty to illegally selling Hundreds of body parts. Come on. I mean, how disgusting, That's dude. morbid. I know. Dude. And I, I was like, I was iffy on bringing this up, but this is where we're at now. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> this, this is the shit that's going on. Trying to make ends meet over here, selling body but parts. But my thing is, who the fuck is buying body parts? Like, Mike Tyson, what are you I bought buying an ear. For? There's a market, Tyson man. There's a, there's a market for everything. This was fucked up. Spinal, spinal, spinal. Seen a match. Fuck, dude. That is crazy. Well, speaking of man. Mike Tyson, I listened to his podcast. 
and I was really a fan of it. But uh, you ever listen to it, James, or no? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really I listened, good. I listened to the one with the game, though, and they're just getting so jacked up, dude, talking about doing shrooms. And oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's, a big pu- he's, a big, he's a big puffer. Man. I was really excited to let my son listen to it on the way up north, and, dude, it just sounded like, to just so it kind of sounded like dude. one of our podcasts on a Friday night where we're having a few beers. It starts off really mellow, and by the end, we're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the moment the game no, walked no, in? It was, it was actually a tough listen, though. Really? Yeah, he, like, yeah. he actually yeah. he he talked about that. Actually, he was saying that um, he had like certain people on his show where he was like, "Let me try not to smoke weed this time because I read, you know, he was reading the comments or at least taking heed to the feedback." Yeah, and saying that like it's hard to listen when he's all fucked up, man. So when he gets out of hand, he's, he's like, yeah, he horrible. was like, let me chill out. Yeah, but <laughs> yo, like, but speaking on, of dude. Mike though, did Don't you see that, that new uh, Hulu, <laughs> the Hulu special that they're gonna do on him, the life? No, no, dude, it looks fucking legit, dude. It's a, it's I think it's nine episodes. It's about Mike Tyson's career, his life. The guy that's playing him fucking murdered it, dude. His voice, Damn. everything. It looks really good. The thing about Mike is when he's on, he's on. He's like, he he actually can be really intellectual. You just don't know if he snaps, dude. He could snap at any moment. The progression, you you could hear it in the podcast as he's puffing down. It just gets worse for him as the the podcast is going on. Yeah. These mushrooms are differently. Yeah. He needs to consult with Snoop because Snoop's got that down to a mastery. But like, that's the difference. Every time he sounds perfect. Like Joe Rogan and Snoop Dogg when they were. Three hours worth of content, but it they was it was very very good. Yeah, you know, they yeah had good conversation. Yeah. I could taste colors. Did Tyson you see seems where, like he wants to get fucked up. Yeah. Did yes. you see where the game walked in on that podcast? Mm-hmm. And my man's like, whoa, 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 man, you, you got something to say? You, you say my man, the man, you say my thing. He wanted to yes. break out. He's, like, uh, he's rough from Yeah. I'm like, come on, my man's like, hold up, easy. He goes, you up in my stuff, man. Yeah, you got something to say to me? Say you say it. Yeah, oh, come on, dude. I think he's still upset about maybe the halftime show. I don't know. <laughs> dude, <laughs> Snoop? The game. Oh, the game? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a big popular West yeah. Coast Yeah, rapper. he's got a lot of animosity, man. He's been yeah. talking a whole bunch of shit about Eminem and, and oh, just, dude. yeah, he just seems like he's upset. And yeah. he's he's not really relevant anymore, unfortunately. Eminem, like, not, right. I think he's a great rapper, too, but it's like... I don't know what where that stuff comes from. I really is he a legend? Still, is he a flash? Is he a flash of rap? I think his uh, I think his first album, dude. That's I'll be honest. I'll be straight honest with you. That's the only album I go back to, and I think his albums are good. I just mm-hmm. don't think they have that whatever his first album had. And then I I mean you got to be it's got to mess anybody up, dude. You get you get next to your idol. And then you're in, you're part of the G unit, which was like the powerhouse at the time. And then you screw that up. And maybe it wasn't just his fault. It just, it yeah. just happened. But like, you he, you know, he's probably bitter about that in a way, even if he's upset at himself. Sure. You, you know, he's just, uh, that's got to suck, man. No, I mean, he was a great lyricist. Like I actually have a ton of his albums, but um, he's good. He is really good. I just think, you know, when you're out of it a little bit. And his story was great, you know, from being a gangbanger and he's got, you know, uh, a kid about to graduate college and, you know, he's yeah. got a daughter that, you know, models for Nike and all these positive things going on. I just and, think he uh, takes, you know, like being in that game, you guys know, he takes backseat to the big ballers, you know, Jay-Z and all them. Like, them guys are forever. When you bring them names up, legends. Yeah. Tupac, Easy. legends. Eminem, legends. You can be like, legend from years to come. What are they going to say? Are they going to say that about the game? 
50 years from now? I think Man. he had his time with the West Coast, but hes I don't know if he's necessarily going to be looked at. You see like what I'm that. saying? You guys, yeah. You know, yeah, no disrespect, man, because like I don't, right, right, I don't right. want to get, I don't want to get my ass beat if I run into him and shit. Because I like the dude, man. I right, fucking right. think he's dope. I don't, dude. I rap. I don't even. I wouldn't put myself as legend status. I would, dude. Come on, like you gotta be, and you gotta think that way about yourself. You you sure. gotta have that confidence. But dude, come on, man. At, at the end of the day, you also have to know where you're lacking, and I don't think he has been consistent enough as far as the overall products that he's put out to call him a legend. But I do Fair think enough. he's lit. I think he's fucking awesome. I think his lyrics are crazy. I still think that 300 bars, dude, who's done that? Yeah. You know, he, he did do that 300 bars, bro. I yeah. mean that, but, but it's like legend. And then also what does it take to be a legend these days? Cause you, you know what I'm, it's almost like, even if you're super good, you're, you've come and gone. Cause it's always about who's the next thing. So yeah. I don't even want to take that away from him. Cause there is shit he's done that no one else has done. Let's look be 50, real. Look at 50 cent. Yeah. He's in this clothing and wearing on everything and, and he's still 50 cent. Yeah. And he's been yeah. out of the game for how long, but does he go down as legendary 50 cent? I think so. I, I, I think so too. I just think he's because, just a mega star, but when you're yeah, talking like yeah. actual rhymes, you know what I mean? That that's probably debatable for a lot of people. But for me, like I just I love fifty. You know what I mean? Boy, as far rise, as the the music, <laughs> the star status, you know, that whole G unit time is just oh, really yeah. where I really loved hip hop. Yeah. And it's just it's special. Very good, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, know you man. gotta be bad. You gotta be bad knowing that you guys do it. Like when you look at yourself, maybe you look up to who's your guy that made you really pull up into the rap game? Was it Tupac? Was it Eminem? Look how big them names are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think we both can agree, you know, guys like Pac and I'm sure Kanye for you, James and Jay-Z, guys like that, you know, who yeah. we're really listening yeah. to. Yeah. You got to wonder, man, actually, like you think anybody wanted to start rapping because of the game? I mean, that's, that's a real question. I think he probably could have inspired definitely some people to want to rap, especially yeah, yeah. in that gang life. You know what I mean? Like for sure. But um, yeah. Like I guess like Hollywood saying like how many people really look up to Pac though and Nas and and Jay and those guys versus the shirts I see at work like today. I saw four Tupac shirts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, young young people. I'm like, do you even know who that is? Right. Yeah, that's Tupac. No, do you know who Tupac is? Yeah. I lived that era. Like, that's amazing, though. You see what I'm saying? He still lives on. My son bought a shirt. You know he's I mean? got a shirt. Tupac. He's only 15 years old. Yes. You know what I mean? So they're aware there of that. You go. His stuff is just so timeless. No disrespect yeah. to the game. So no, he's a no. phenomenal right. artist. Um, but those guys just transcended, you know. There's there's like that uh, elite. That's why when you break it down, there's the elite. There's great. There's yes. good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, it's why those tiers are present because I yep. think you know everyone's got a spot. You're like an Elvis. Where you're at. James Brown in the rap game. That's and even like you look at uh, like Ice Cube. He's one of the greats too. Yes, but I think I he's actually overlooked a lot of times. Yes, he is. You know what I mean? But he made yeah. he made his way in film comedy you know different streams too and yes. i think that that can help build your brand and your star status mm -hmm. as well he's good yeah. good guy and you look at like snoop dogg 
He's he's an anomaly. Like who's bigger than Snoop though in the grand scheme of things? Guy is D. everywhere, literally everywhere on everything. You see the commercial D O double G. You just call me Snoop, right? Oh yeah, the Corona one. Snoop's my guy. That's a good point. That's a good point. He he's one of those dudes that like is so him. He just fits everywhere. I think when you're like ultimately you. You just can fit in everywhere because you. It just it it radiates, you know. I remember we were talking about that he was on the uh, Nelk Boys podcast, and um, I think it was like three. Oh, that show was so one funny, of the guy that dude. Does the, oh, he's like, oh yeah, you that motherfucker that says ah. He <laughs> <laughs> can fit in talk to anybody. And just have a laugh. Look, yeah. he's always invited to the USC games. He's on the sideline. The Snoop. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, got the yeah. jersey on, and you know he's got shit. I dude, mean, I still I think Snoop. he should do. Uh, I think he should do commentary for fucking fights, dude. You ever heard that shit when he was watching Khabib? Oh, God, he dude. was like, he was like, who was that Khabib? Yo, he beat his small fucking ass, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That shit was so funny. He's like, that's my new guy right there. He's beating his small fucking ass. I, I, I'll tell you what, Jesse. I think having guys like that would hype up the big fights. You know, yeah. having them commentary and, you know, you know, they Whoa. go in the room. Okay, this is what we're going to talk about. Rogue, all of them. That would just bring that hype up before the mega fight. Oh, oh my yeah. God, you know I mean? dude. Can you oh imagine God, him dude. and Rogan together? Jesus. Oh that you know, would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that, I think that's where it's going to go. I believe that. That that that's where it's gonna go. Well, I really uh, at first the um what was it the trailer the you know where they did the Tyson Roy Jones yeah, yeah. stuff they yep, were really yep. onto something but some of the shows really dropped off or it was mm-hmm. just like when De La Hoya was commenting the guy was all fucked up it just it was really bad such an idiot you know so they need to tighten it up a little bit but yeah. I do like the freestyle aspect of it to where they kind of cut it loose a little bit more mm-hmm. um but you just don't want it to go too far off the rails yeah, it becomes yeah. a shit right. show at that yep. point right yep. right have some integrity about it yeah yeah. Yeah. So no, that's good yeah, stuff. So that's really all I have. So anybody else got anything you want to rap about? Uh, well, um, that police officer that was killed, uh, Detroit officer. You hear about that in the news today? No, another one? Yeah. Well, I, I, I found out earlier that uh, my son, one of his friends, that uh, he uh, was friends of the ninth grade, mm-hmm. did that. Mm. It's like... Wow. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. He called me. He was upset about it, and he was like, "You know, I, I never saw this coming." Like, you know. And then he's like, "You know, the dad was away, and this and that." So, but look at it this way: that's still no excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's still no excuse whether you're broken home or not. This and that. He's like, you know, it's like it's almost like you look and you just you don't think, but you pull away from somebody. You right. Know what I mean, because. He's like, wow. I, I just, he goes, I'm kind of like just in shock. You know, I'm like, well, you know, look where you're at. He's like, damn, I'm thankful every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just cut off on He was like, you see what happened? I'm like, and I remember seeing that kid. And I'm like, that is just nuts, dude. Now I go, you know, it will be death penalty. I think I'm killing a cop. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's big stuff, man. You know? But why, why is society off so much right now? I mean, I I never thought in my life that I would see a society that seems like we're going so much backwards right now. No politics. We're not talking pandemic. We're just talking the society. Like, there's little to no respect for human yeah, life. Look at that one kid that dressed up as a girl. 
Yeah. That thing, you know, brrr, you yeah, can hear me. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like in Chicago. Wrong. Yeah. Oh, that was a dog. And he was going to go somewhere else. Freak was, you know, dressed like a woman. He's a coward. Put makeup on to cover his tattoos. He wanted to go his, somewhere else, but he said he didn't really yeah, get the plan. He had a sundress mm. on so he can go take an AK assault rifle, climb the top of a building, and just start shooting at people. And I heard that. I can hear him just, dun, 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 man. Dun, dun, dun. It's like, wow, what is going on in your mind? What you know, is, people are just getting fed too much negative shit, man. We're being you, we're being like you know, lied to in real time and fast speed. We're just being shown all this negative shit, and it's taking its. Do you think a lot of it came from that beginning of that COVID when they were talking about how how people being locked up and confined and, and all this going on, and, and they're tired and they're just. I don't want to give that as an excuse, but you've seen where a lot of that was starting at that beginning. It was you happening know, before that too, a little bit though. Even like, or even just like, it's, it's out of man. control now, dude. It's, it's, out of it's control. just, yeah. it's, it, there was always that element there, but now it's on a bigger scale. I think, I think it's social media, man. I'll be honest. Dude, I, I, really James, I think, it's, James, I think I, it's social media. I, I was going to say, everyone gets to, to voice their opinion nowadays, right or wrong. While people should still have their own opinions, the problem is the internet and the online platforms have made it too easy for people to spread a bunch of misinformation for yep. a bunch of, the garbage that we're being force fed and you know people are really sensitive now i mean you know we got this new society where everybody's soft and i'm not saying your feelings don't matter because they do but almost like it's like you walk on eggshells like you have to always be pc you have to be politically correct in almost everything you do now and i'm as a guy who's been around the earth you know i've been here for 50 plus years i just don't understand it's not it's just let me ask you guys adapt can I ask you guys a question? Do Go you guys ahead. think that, do you guys think that, um, forget the social media and like just blaming that for what it is, but do you think that social media has brought nuance to the forefront where, you, you know, like how back in the day you pretty much labeled everything as one or the other, like it's either evil or it's not. It was kind of mm -hmm. like, but now do you think social media is shedding light on, because, okay, you got to look at the negatives of social media, but you also got to look at the positives. If we didn't have social media, we'd only have media and media fucking sucks. Cause right. if, if, can, if you can only can go to three channels, right. I was going to say, if you only go to three channels, they can tell you whatever they want. And then yeah. that's all you believe. So now you can do your own research and find out like other things, right? Like, Oh, yeah. this happened. Oh, maybe they're lying to us. Media is lying to us. Well, but then also, even if you find something true in social media, like let's say Trump does something good, right? There's always someone who come around that corner that says, well, there's something that's done that's, that Trump did that's bad. But then that's all of us. So there's so much nuance in everything where we all have good and bad in between. So then it becomes polarized because you can't, you, it's, it's easier when everything's good or bad. If you're a good person, you go on the good side. But there's even nuances to good. Like even Martin Luther King, people talk about how he was cheating on his wife. It's like there's literally bad Oh, everywhere absolutely. mixed in with the good so no one can even hold on to the good that people have done for so long for for that long before something bad gets brought out you know what i yeah. mean mm -hmm. now let me ask you guys since you're a little bit older obviously and you, you have a little bit more of an old school mentality do you think it is just that fucked up or do you honestly think maybe it's it's tough just accepting some things changing it's fucked up do you think it's fucked up a lot of things, yeah, but I think some of the things like might have a different perspective because I grew up with it. 
Yeah, we're not. I think I know where you're going with that. I don't think. I don't mean it in a negative way. No, no, and I'm not. Conversation. Like, I think that to James's point, there's a lot. There's some good that's come of social media. A lot, actually. Like you said, resourceful type things. But given certain platforms, certain people, and the way they want to do things, and you know, make this right and that wrong, and changing. You know, if you're a human resources person right now, they're rewriting the books. As we speak, I just did a training and I could not believe the things I had to do. You are, you are blown away about what, if you're going to be a human resources person going off to a four-year university right now, you're almost going to be a doctor because you better learn a lot of new things that are happening in the books. Yeah. It's like, if I ask him something, okay, well, I don't trust you. I'm going to go here on social media and ask, why even ask him? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for your, your opinion. You know, you've been, okay. You tell me, I'm hoping I get the truth. Okay, good. I'm good with that. They can't leave it alone. Right, they right. got to go to this. Yeah, we didn't grow up on that. Mom and Dad said this and that. Auntie, Uncle Jim, it is what it is. Now it's like we don't believe you. Or did you say we're gonna go look at? Well, they said this and that. Well, I think that's where like true journalism is not um, at the forefront anymore. I think now it's whoever can break the story first, as opposed to who has the most substance. Because it's like whoever ruffles the most feathers. They get the story. That's the big thing. And it's affecting all these people. Is it truth or is it what they want you to do? That's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily the truth. falsify anything. And and going back to what Josh James said, you got three main networks, CBS, ABC, and and, uh, NBC, whatever. Those three can dictate the masses because not everyone has 40 cable channels or whatever. Same. It's not, it's not all about the politics, Philly. I just think, you know, you asked a straight up question. Is it acceptance or is it is it really screwed up? I don't think um, acceptance acceptance is in everybody's DNA as you grow up. There was acceptance for our my parents, your parents. You know, you kids today with that, you know, you're crazy the way you dress, you know, or the way the music you're listening to. Well, you go back to their generation when, say, Elvis came around and you, you listen to that crazy rock and roll. It's the devil, right? Yeah. So there was acceptance in every generation. But what's happening in our society right now, I mean, we got this you know, kinder, gentler, I'm going to fucking shoot at a cop. I'm going to go to a parade and I'm going to climb a roof and shoot at people. This is a lot of mental problems with people right now. And it's That's in our music too. Addressed. It's in a lot of the music. Yeah. It's, it's in the, you know what I'm saying? When you hear sexuality, it's, yeah. you know, you watch a, you know, you see Cardi B at a music award that's being broadcast on a main network, ABC, and they got to freaking mute the button on a delay for 15 seconds because I mean, half her ass is sticking out. We like to see it. We're guys. It's cool. It's like, man, that's pretty bad. That's that's what that's cool. The fact is, is that everything is just being so commercialized, and I think the society's moving really, really fast right now. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying I'm against it because I'm in it. I'm I'm part of it. Mm. But I think as a so total society, we've lost respect for human beings. Oh God. I mean, if you opened a door for a young lady on a date, she would probably be like, oh, thanks. That's so cool. And she, you know, she would be in awe. You I opened a door for a lady a couple of days ago. And you, she, know. you know what she told me? She said, there's still good men around here. Ain't that Bears a fact? Pride. I had the and same like, thing happened to me. That, that should be normal. There's also some that won't say nothing. They're no, you're, you're absolutely you right. Know, Walking across the street, not even a, a shrug like, thank you. Right. Yeah. Is that an expectation, though? Is that just, oh, because I should be catered to like this? But no, I'm not saying I want someone to kiss my ass because open up a door for you. It's yeah, the way no. I was raised. Man. Yes, yeah, yes, for sure. And, and, and there ain't nothing wrong with our generation. I'm not saying the generation ahead of me, you, you know, your son's age or even your, your son's, my daughter's age. 
I mean, they're brilliant in a lot of the different ways. I'm not going to knock what they are and who they are. I'm not knocking a society or a, a culture or a generation down. I'm just saying about fundamentals hmm. of respect. Dude, there's no. no common ground for that anymore. No. It used that's, to be re- point, religion bro. was really like what held a lot of communities together when it comes to we all stand by these morals and now it's opened up to fucking anything. Everything They're is corrupt. subjective now. Everything is my truth, not your truth. There is yeah. no such thing as objective truth. It's subjective now. And the sad thing is you got a group of men who like us, I feel like we were all raised to treat women with respect. And sure. and we kind of we kind of were born with a duty to women in a way, right? To yeah. like to help and like be the providers and all that. But you got women out here that don't even want us to be those men. They want to be be equal and and that's fine. But I think what's happening is miscommunication. There's a difference between being equal and trying to live amongst people that were already molded to think a certain way, because now you're going to be pushing back on me when I feel like my whole duty to be here is to provide for my woman and my family. And you're trying to tell me you want to do the same thing, but yet biologically, you still want a man who's going to make more money than you because they say biologically that women are selective based on security. Like right back when we didn't have jobs back then, but they wanted the strong man or the man that was going to provide and, mm-hmm. and survive. That's like built into the biology. So it's like, well, that's cool. You can do everything we can do, but why do you still want the successful man? Like you don't really want to be the provider only. You want a guy that makes just as much as you. You, you know what I mean? So it's just weird. It's like, I, I think women are being misled and groomed mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. to be, to be, you know, uh, I guess to think that that's the most important thing and 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 it's promoted as power and it's promoted as equality but it's really not it's not equality it's bullshit and just change i'm not going to say a generalization of like okay you think about you want to see crazy you got tiktok Mm -hmm. go tiktok live one time and start bouncing up the screen you want to see where i get if you're trying to hustle money you're good for you man it's an entrepreneurial thing you want to make money with more flowers and more money coming in your way Go watch some of these people that are doing TikTok and it's like, it's cute, but then you're wondering, these are some people literally, literally this is how they're going to try to work their lifestyle. This mm-hmm. is what they think they're going to put, they're going to go in a bedroom and if you, you know, send me six roses, I'm going to blow an air horn. I'm going to shake in my bed and I'm going to make money off of this. I mean, these are people, we're not talking about young kids. We're talking about adults. We're talking about 30 year old women that are on there with the, you know, their tits hanging out and they're trying to get more attention this way and they're trying to, you know. This isn't where it should be. I get it's part of that social media that's kind of wrecked some of this stuff in my mind. There's a lot of good that's coming of it. But then you look at that and you go, there's no future in that. There's nothing there that's going to be productive to society in so many different ways. It's wrong. And call me an asshole, but I just don't see that. Like, that's like, that's leaving the legacy for the next generation. It's pickle the brain. You know? And <laughs> simple, pickle the brain. Maybe it's just a little bit too much. I think so. You know, I think I can respect a side hustle. Sure. You know, like yeah, there's guys I follow, like successful people that grinded out their nine to five, but they also, they're like, don't just piss away the rest of your no, day. Go not, ahead and I'm work not on saying something. That. No, okay. that's I mean? not at all what I'm saying. There's guys that are brilliant. They can know how to balance both. Yeah. But then you got like, I'm not just saying it's TikTok. I'm saying just kind of, we just got to pump the brakes a little bit, man. I think fundamentally, you know, not sounding like the old guy or, you know, Sal or Hollywood and I are in the same boat, but um, 
So, I'd, so, so. I would get my ass kicked the way I would, if I was acting like some of the kids are treating their parents nowadays oh, or the way they're going oh, yeah. about things. They don't want to go get a job. They wanted to sit and play PlayStation in the basement or they're just going to, you know, hop along to the next buddy's house. They, no inspir, no motivation. Sports. That, you know, I mean, that, that's a lot of that too, though. They just went through a pandemic. I think some of them got used to that. Yeah. What about even, uh, even the adults, dude? Yeah. I mean, some adults got used to it too. You know, it's like uh, not always a bad thing. You can get some good of that again, but mm. we're not knocking everybody. I'm saying it's general, like just something like we're off our center right now. That's the way. What I about skills? About like, do you guys teach? Like, how many of you can do exactly around the house what your fathers could have done? And how many of you that have sons can do exactly what you can do? Like, let's say something That's needs to get fixed point. in the house. Like, do we even teach our kids? Like, I, did, I, my dad, like, he used to be on some, like, I did a lot of projects with my dad. And unfortunately, because he wasn't really stern with me, I didn't take any of the skills. I could have absorbed a shit ton of skills from my dad, but he never put that into me where I had to. He he let me off easy. And so even though I painted a bench or or helped him cut wood and and drill shit together, I never took any of those skills with me. Right. Are these kids getting any of those manly and I hate to say that, but those manly skills because we used to have role skills, gender role skills where men could fix yeah. shit around the house and their car and they knew what the fuck was going on. And women knew how to nurture and cook and do all this other shit. Daddy and it was like around. you could, you filled each other's gaps in the household and it was easier because you just, you grew up learning these skills within your own house. Yeah, that's and a my, great, my, great segue. My, that's, my that's girl, awesome. my girl brought up a, a, a good point, you know, her, and I think it was the way she was taught. It created a little bit of resentment. Like her, her aunt was always like, you'll never find a man if you don't learn how to cook. And therefore she felt like the need to push back. Like, I don't want to learn how to cook. And it's like, well, on one hand, I get what she's saying because she doesn't want to be boxed in to a gender role. Right. Mm -hmm. But then also you're not learning a skill that anybody could benefit from. Like if you cook, you can feed yourself. If you can cook, you can feed your family. If you can cook, you know, and I think the same way about me as a man, I was never forced to learn skills around the house. And I thought like, well, when I hear you guys talk about you doing your backyard, Philly, or or uh, Grandmaster B doing his patio and, and the shine that he got from whatever the fuck ever, I'm like, who taught you that? And and who didn't teach me that? Like, do we yeah. even are we are we having basic skills and the lack of like right, how many of these how many of these kids shooters? Are they learning these skills? Are they real men or no? Right. Well, oh, see, there, that's a fine line, too, though, because every household's different, too. Like, for yeah. instance, my mom's first husband wasn't very hands-on, didn't teach me a lot of hands-on stuff. So I didn't gravitate towards a lot of that until later in my life. Now I'm starting to learn more as I go. Yeah, you learn more mm -hmm. off of YouTube than half so, the things my dad would and have me. I, I challenge you to ask people how many people can live off just a man's income nowadays. Yeah. A lot of times right. it takes two for right. a lot of people. Right. If yeah, you want to live I, above I the line, bro. If you yeah. want to live above the line, it takes two. Or so, you yeah. making that's why I'm figures. not beyond doing the laundry, doing the dishes and shit like that because I had to. Right. You know right, what I mean? So right. I, don't, I really don't buy into that 100%. And respect you, bro. But, but like, you know but we give those, you the accolades on it. Yeah. You know it's right. right. We know but those are skills too. Those are skills too. The laundry and shit. They like are. I never had to do my laundry. <laughs> and I, and I, no, no, no. Seriously though, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I felt, because it's not, I, I want to say it's a skill but it, it makes you not lazy. That's real. I'm saying it, it, it ingrains something in you where you're like, well, if, I, if, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? 
Right. Not everybody can fold clothes now. (laughs) Not everybody can fold clothes now. But like, but like also my, 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 my let me screw it up, man. Every time. My, my mom used to do my laundry for me, bro. I didn't do my first laundry until I was 25. Yeah. And it's like, that would that would have been good to know as a kid. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, man. I just feel like but kids dude, are being enabled. I, I, well, damn I, you. I, my mom still does my brother's laundry, damn you. <laughs> damn you. It's a great point that he brings up, man. I think that's kind of part of what I was getting at. It's like, are we losing some of the basic common denominators of teaching and developing and nurturing you know, the younger kids and society as a whole and being respectful and teaching, you know, through through examples of goodness, whether it's folding clothes, learning how to ride a bike, quality time. James said something here a couple of podcasts ago about something that gets them when the mom's zipping up a zipper on a kid's, right, right, right. kid's uh, jacket and his head's up because there's trust. Yeah. There's an honor. There's There's a respect factor. There's something there, a bond. We're losing that bond with some of our society. And that's why you see a lot of these stray kids going out there, running mm. around streets with guns and shooting at mm. people because they don't care about themselves. They ain't going to care about you. I think that's a good point. The the goodness, the right and wrong, the responsibility, like he's saying about to your woman and things like that. Yeah, man. Holding the door open. Those things need to be more uh, put on a pedestal as opposed to all this yes. negative bullshit because that's yeah. what festers. You, you right. got to come to a point and teach you have to give back that's how it creates itself again you know this young guy I talked to this morning i said come here man call him young blood i said young blood when i'm gone and i don't work here anymore and i said you see how i work and and, and the people that i got around me what are you gonna do he says oh man you know i i don't you know I said, but you got to know, you know what I'm saying? I said, because you can have this, you know, and be very powerful with what I have here in my group of guys. This is you. I'm not going to be here forever, man. And you know what he told me? I'm going to take the things from you and other, and that's how I'm going to learn. And I knew I had them, you see, and I done taught, you see, I gave back. He's a good kid. He wants to grind. He's uh, he's got a woman. He wants to have a child in a couple. Years. You can have all that, but do right, and and that's what happened. A lot of these homes don't have fathers in them, don't have mothers in them, mothers on the needle, whatever it may be, uh, and they just run the household. There's no man, no woman there. You you teach your children. Like I told my children, listen, no matter how bad you think I am. It was always in your best interest to show you that you can survive, okay, if I'm never around. You know what I mean? You got to be able to survive. Cook, clean, fold your clothes. What do you do? I ain't got no clothes. I ain't going to wear nothing because nobody washed my clothes. Yeah. Well, you got to learn that stuff. That's right. Little things on your home. Do this. This is how you, come here, come and look. Because one day you may run in and go, you know what? I already know how to do it. My dad taught me this. That's right. Well, and that's the thing too. And I and I, you know, I gotta give my my girl credit because I I um I kind of with her on the whole like I don't like the gender roles ideas, but I do think there was something simple 
back in the day about like everyone kind of knew you weren't going to grow old by yourself. You were going to have a family one day. So you got to learn skills. And therefore, based on what gender you are, you got to learn some skills so that the gaps are filled in between. And as a family, you hold value. And it sucks now because a lot of people, instead of saying, well, what I bring to the table is valuable, they feel like the only value comes from your, you as an individual. Well, where am I in my career? Can I stand on my own without relying on someone else? And so therefore, you strive for something else. You strive to be more independent. And if you're more independent, you don't feel like you need anybody or you need to put up with anybody. And so we're all just becoming individuals and independent with our own thoughts and we're all divided. That's, that's what it is. And that is where you get where the women come in and a man has more dominantly has made that happen to them by pushing them there. You know what I'm saying? Um, giving them that, that will, that power of telling them that they're nobody, they're nothing. Yeah. So they, they I'm going to prove this to you. I'm just going to show you. So whether it's with you, whether it's the next guy, they're continuously, I want to show you I can do it and I don't need you. And that's the wrong picture. We're in this well, it's, together. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's, wrong, together. it's wrong. It's wrong when it's against guys that are good, too. and that. Yeah. Why you should know. you hurt? Because of some other idiots or, or whatever and whatnot for what you want to do. No. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because there's asshole man. dudes out there, man. And dudes, you know, they... They don't know how to value women. No, Man. absolutely not. They didn't see it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, they didn't have no one to smack them around. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not going to do this shit. Yeah. So they just think yeah. it's normal. Yeah, that's not normal. And you think about it, just James. Say you had, let's say you had a daughter. She's old enough yep. to start dating. She meets a fella, and from a father's perspective, it could even be a son dating a girl. I mean, you're going to kind of, you're not judging, but you are judging. You're going to look at quality of character, mm -hmm. right? And I right. think you're going to be as a person vested, especially with a child, um, you're going to try to make the best, you know, judgment for them if they're not seeing it. You know, you're going to try to help them, guide them through that. And it may not be the right person. I can't tell you. My daughter was dating a couple knuckleheads and I told her right out of the gate. And I know you got that same instinct, and you probably did too with a couple maybe different girls maybe your son dated. It ain't just about having a girlfriend. It's like if you're going to get serious, you got to look at the character, right? And we're losing on that end right now. We're not, I mean, I'm not saying it's all bad. Again, don't misunderstand me, but there's a lot of things. Even as adults, we still need mentorship. I mean, James, you've been without a dad for a while. Your mother's probably your idol. You look up to her. You confine to her. You ask her questions. You would get advisement from her. But there's also other people in your in your circle that you probably look up to in some ways too that you still need that. You know, yeah. and you don't ever stop, even as an adult, right? I mean, I don't. Mm -hmm. I still look for people to give me, me advice. Too. You meet with a group of men once a month that are three twice your age, right? I got but guys that are older there that are in why their do you late do it? 60s. Because why do you do it? They've been there. They've mentored me. You know what I mean? Like, I look at, I had this conversation with my father. What I do at my age, I'm way more advanced. It's not make I'm better than you. You're not doing what I do at this age and your age. Right. You never did. What I do, cutting the grass, that's nothing. 
I go far behind. I change God. I can do Russell. Uh, you couldn't do that. That's that's where I'm a different maker. I've always hustled. Even when I was younger, it didn't matter. I always had money on me. You know what I mean? And I tell them just like this. You know, pops, we live different eras. I do different things. I, I have my home. I maintain. I don't go calling all these different people to come up. Only if I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing experiments. It's that that's just the way I am. At that and I I've, I've been like that for a long time. You know what I mean? In my twenties, I'm doing my own things in my house and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's good to know. And you know, I work with people that have been there for 40 years. And you know bullshit when you hear it. I don't want to hear the same old story. You know what I'm saying? Intrigue me. Intrigue me. Because I know you're a good-ass worker. You show it. Not you over there sleeping like that. That ain't good to me. I don't care how many years you got. Because I'm not going to leave that legacy there. Right. Not when I leave. Mm -hmm. Hey, my man ran the show here. He had, he had it made. We ate good every day. You know what I mean? But we took care of business. That's the legacy I have to leave with these young guys. So then they can write their own checks one day. Yeah, that, you know that's what I mean? the future, Good bro. Point. That's yes, what I'm talking yes, about. Yes. What are we leaving? Passing it What are on. we leaving behind that's going to change to we one day may get, not to the good old days or what we go back to the 1950s and 60s when there was, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm talking about Philly's point. It takes two maybe to make good incomes now and all that other stuff. I'm saying about fundamentally, what are we going to leave our kids with? What legacy? It's up to you as a parent. It's up to you as an adult to to take on some more of that responsibility. Yes, it's, it's not easy. No, no. You know, it's not easy. And I know that, you know, the for especially for a single parent, it's double the work. Credit to you if you're doing all the right things. You can you could say, you know, she was a great mom, but was she, you know, was she around when she needed to? Yeah, be? Was yeah, she right, there, right. you know, when uh, there's consoling and things that needed to take place and you know, and it's hard for people that work a lot. And they're and then you got to understand that some of that but um I think a lot of kids are left alone too long. Oh, absolutely. They're sitting, and they're sitting unoccupied with no adult Go do your thing, kid. Go just, just go. And trouble finds, you'll find a path. You the know? mind starts wondering. Starts Man, thinking. I think I'm going to go with little Johnny and hang out. Or I think I'm going to go with, you know, my girlfriends and go drink, you know, and do something stupid. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying you can't make mistakes, but yeah, you got to have. You just, it just seems, again, I'm not going to beat the dead horse here, but it just seems like there's so much of that inconsistency. Um and that's kind of like where I'm at. But I think you guys all hit on it. Man. But that's what you want. I mean, yeah. if you you have kids one day, you want your 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 girls to be ladies and you want your boys to be gentlemen. You want to have hoes and, and, and other stuff. And that, that's what you'll have. Right. You know what I'm saying? It'll all come on you. You're going to sit there and allow it and go, come through your house. Yeah, daddy, I'm going to go in the room, bang my, you know, this guy's coming over your house, banging your daughter in your room. No, that don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what do I look like? Okay, pay me $35. No. Yeah. No, that, that just don't fly like that. Yeah. Not in my world. Yeah. So, you know. I think some folks need to restructure, re-guideline their lives, you know? Yeah. I think that'll help out a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and like I said, I'm guilty of it. And in a lot of ways, there's things that I've done wrong in in life. And I wish I could go back and have a do-over. But the reality is you can't look back and change what you what you got to right. move forward. But you got to change. So always, I'm always looking to inspire somebody. I'll see a young kid or something like that, and I'll say, hey, man, you know, maybe busting a table. Yeah. Like, hey, you did a great job. Good job, you know, kid. You got to give that kid a boost of confidence. Maybe he doesn't have the father. Maybe he doesn't have the mother giving him that, hey, I really appreciate that. 
I mean, people want, they want that encouragement. They need that, you know, that something that makes them feel special. Yeah. You know, I know it growing goes up, a long way, man. Growing up when you're struggling, there's people that are close to you that don't even, you know, instead of trying to help, they judge and they like bastardize you and yep. things like that. So I like you, that you bastardize. You never know what people are going through. I think people yep, are right. scared to reach out because of how people might think too. You know what I mean? Because of the yeah. way things are now. Yeah. Yeah. But we need more of that because there's a lot of lost souls out there. So the oh, more we can help so and reach sad. out and try to understand what they're going through and try to write that ship. Look who's shooting these guns. You might get one old head that lost his mind or something years ago and decided to do it, but most of what's happening in these mass shootings are young kids. It's fucked up, yeah. We're you talking see the, you, kids that lost it somewhere between birth and childhood don't know where they're at anymore, yeah. don't feel loved, don't feel like they're part of society. If they're, you know, looking at a monitor all day and that's life. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. And then they get in the real world and they're being made fun of, they're being bullied. Their social media, to just James's point, is, is wrecked a lot of this. And it's okay in, in a little bit. They always say moderation is best, right? Yes. Yep. But if Balance. you're overdoing it too much and you get a society that's looking everything with, the, you know, blinders on. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be blind. It's, it's going to hurt you, man. I mean, the other day I went to go get a prescription and this girl, homeless, was laying there on the ground, wrapped up in, um, what do they call it, sleeping bag. Dirty, probably had piss on it, shit on it, whatever, blah, blah, whole nine yards. Hair ragged. So I don't know. I beeped the horn. Hey, you okay? Don't see no movement. Get a little bit closer. Got fruity pebbles all over the bag, Pepsis and everything, all over. Just, just I'm looking. This is happening. This is live. This is real. It's like Skid Row, man. She gets up and, and slowly moves and, and pulls this thing over eyes. It looked like you're waking me up, dirty. I mean, filthy. So she gets up, right? I said, "Honey, you okay? I'm fine." So I go back because they didn't have it ready. By that time, she's sitting over by the dumpster, airing her feet out in her shoes, and she had her head turned. And I said, honey, you okay? And dude, she looked at me, and she could not have been no older than 22. Hmm. And I said, how old are you? And she just looked at me like, I says, <laughs> Let me take you down the street where they can wash you up. There's a home down there by Randazzles. They can, they can, they clean, they feed you, and you can come in and out and this and that. And you know what she told me? This is my home. And dude, it broke my heart. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I couldn't road, make man. her get in my vehicle. I couldn't. She was so dirty. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like it's a lost soul. Oh, there's dude. a story behind that. 22 years so young pretty and you're like your heart is like, oh. hmm, man you want to do more as a human this is where you start to come into an age where you're like what more can i do to make a difference and i think that's part of what our society is not doing is we're not granted there's a bunch of good ones laying on the concrete we dude. we need to give people back we need to get back to dignity the respect integrity we need to get back to all the basics again and it's just we're missing that right now. And, you know, I went and told the security over there in that area. I went up to him. I said, listen, this girl's over there sleeping on the ground like an animal. Is there anything you can do? You know what you told me? I can't do nothing about that. Yeah. And I said, that is so sad. 
Yeah, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's tough, man. But uh, good combo. Um, so anybody else got any newsworthy stuff? No, I think we hit on a bunch of stuff, but we're still going to another segment, right? You got something else? Not another segment, but I'm going to do a who said it. So if anybody's got a clock, uh, okay. Yeah, I got. I'll get here. the clock. I will. There you go, the Just clock. James. Hold on, hold on. Let me do this. All right. We're gonna. When you want me to start, you ready? Right after I finish the quote. Got you. I haven't done one of these in a while. All right, here we go. Being raised right doesn't mean you don't drink, party, or smoke. Being raised right is how you treat people, your manners, and respect. How fitting. Mm. Damn. Clock going? That's a good one. Yep, it's yeah. going. That's a uh, good one, what, dude. What, what field is that person in? Damn. Entertainment. Actor? Actress? Man. Actor. Actor? Bill Crosby. Denzel. No. Denzel no. Washington. Nope. Damn. Uh, what what type of movies? Um, action, thriller. Bruce Willis. Um, oh, Liam Nielsen or whatever his name is. No, like, no. no. Thirty seconds. Uh, Bruce Willis. Nope. Clint Eastwood. No. That's a good one though. Uh, alive still. Yeah. Action oh, movie. Action movie. Some uh, maybe a little sci-fi in there too. Tom Cruise. No. Jason Bateman. No. No. Marty <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no. All right, right a minute. Mr. T. No. Hit it a fool. Damn. Uh, Not Club of Lang. Where are they from? Uh East Side, West Side. Stand up. How are you? <laughs> Represent. Uh, I believe he's North American. Pretty sure. Is he from uh, what side of town? Is he... I don't know where he's from, to be honest with you. North America. All right, we're at a minute, very, 20 seconds. Very, right, very one, popular. One, give us one of the most famous movies he's ever done. Which, not oh. telling us what it is. Like, give me um, a little bit of the, the plot. North America. Think, think of lights. All right. A minute um, 30. Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Keanu oh, Reeves. Just James got it. Damn, down. Nice. That's good. Nice. Keanu is a very highly intelligent cat. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go with uh, Adam Sandler uh, next. Good pick there, Just James. Good job. I figured it, wow. it happened to be on point with everything we were just talking about. Oh, that's too, good. Yeah. 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 That's a wild. That was wild. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, hey, boys. Perfect. Episode 55. It's great to see you guys again, yeah, man. Good job. Good we job. got back together. Yeah. Right. We have yeah. a new outro, by the way. Oh, do we? Would you whip up for us? Sure. Well, uh, we got to say our last goodbyes, and all the, you know, not our last goodbyes, but our goodbyes, and then I'll hit it for you. Yeah, mine's pickleball. Yeah, mine. It, it is. Mine's been a long, been a long night. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, well, remember to hit us at Five of the Week Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us on Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. Love y'all. Be good. Time to turn down the sheets and whisper good night. That's all, folks. <laughs>